Do you like child hunger? That's right, you don't. So, if you want to fight child hunger, go to www.gofundme.com slash pbphotwings and donate some money today. All the proceeds go to the charity. And on November 12th, you get to watch the host of the Passersby podcast and Dev from Snake Oil Comics and Shot of History eat some of the hottest hot sauces known to man. Live on Facebook. Help fight child hunger and watch some idiots eat some hot wings. Once more, that's www.gofundme.com slash PBP Hot Wings. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Yay! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, before I even get started, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back every week and listening to my podcast or however you listen to podcasts. If this is your first time listening, thank you for taking a chance on me and hearing my randomly random ramblings and stuff. But... Today, or whenever you listen to this, I ain't going to say today, now on the podcast, we have a guest, and this guest is a man who can talk, he can cut a promo, he can do it with the best of them on the microphone in the podcast world. His name is Ant from the Rant with Ant podcast, which is a part of the NAI network, and um, had him on the show it was an honor to have a podcast of his caliber on my podcast with me. And that kind of elevates me a little bit. I'm stepping my game up, trying to get you out some quality guests. Not that any of my previous guests weren't quality. They were all quality. It's 100% USDA choice A grade beef and stuff. That didn't make no sense. But I love all my guests. And none are over the other. But... He's on the show most recent, so he is the best for right now. <laughs> next guest might come on, uh, freaking top him and everything. The next guest will be the best guest. But for right now, Rant is the reigning and defending best guest ever on the podcast so far. And um, we talk about a whole bunch of things. Um, Ant does his ranting thing on um, the Kaepernick situation. And, you know, I, I touched on it a little bit myself because the question was turned on me. And, um, you know, being a former active duty service member, um, being in the Marine Corps for 16 years, um, the whole thing that he's doing, I mean, I, I personally, me, I'm not going to speak for the United States Marine Corps. I'm not going to speak for the Armed Services of America. I am speaking for me, Rob, B-Rob, Stasson Robinson, or former the artist formerly known as Staffsar Robinson. I'm speaking for me. Um, I'm, views and thoughts may not represent those who are associated with the podcast. But I don't know how I feel about what he's doing. I just know from a personal standpoint, and you know, I said it in the podcast, that regardless of what we are going through as a country, you know, I am an American. Whether I'm black or white or green or purple, uh, freaking tangerine colored, whatever the fuck, 
I am American. I was born in America. Then more than likely, I'm going to die in America. So, I mean, I'm an American and I would not uh, disrespect the flag um, due to, you know, there's many that lost their lives for it um, and things like that. It's, you know, it's just something I couldn't do, you know. But anyway, I mean, he has his right. He is well within his right to do that because, I mean, I've fought for his right to do so. And each and every one of you within the sound of my voice, I have done that. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he's not out there fucking spitting on the flag and disrespecting anybody. He's just, um, he's doing it for a cause. He's doing it for a righteous cause. Uh, you know, people are dying in the goddamn streets over nothing. Unarmed. Damn, unable to defend themselves. And they're getting choked out, fucking shot evidence planted on them but i'm not gonna get into that right now because i don't want to get shut down and have motherfuckers kick in my dough put black bags over my head and take me off somewhere that's not what this podcast is about i done said my piece and fuck your couch but yeah um pleasure (laughs) to have ant on the podcast and i hope you enjoyed as well he talks about where he's from we talk about um upbringings and everything and marijuana which is uh, a lovely drug um i wouldn't even call it a drug i would call it a delightful substance shout out to tony rager because he has marijuana plants in his yard fucking i'm jealous i am jelly right now but anyway um i, I can't say it enough i appreciate ant for taking out the time to goddamn come on the podcast with me and chat it up and that's what we'll get into on this edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. Yo, B-Rob, what's up? Man, a whole bunch of nothing. Can you hear me all right? You sound perfect, man. Sweet. I, I don't hardly get to hear people say that too often. Yeah, your show is high quality, man. I, I love the way you sound. So I record mine over Skype, too, but my producer is in California, so he sounds more clear than me, so i got to figure out a way to fix that. <laughs> See, you... you that's how I know you mainstream. You got a producer in a different location yeah. than you. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's one of my best friends, but um, he does everything. He does my logo work. He does everything for me. Yes. He's is- why I got started in podcasting. So, you know, really? I, I, my, my show kind of blow up and I'm like, I'm taking him with me. Cause that's, that's my boy. Sweet. Well, shit. I mean, let's jump in right there. How did you come to this conclusion i mean obviously you just said he uh gave you that push but i mean what was really the catalyst it was just him egging you on or was it something you brought up before and he was just kind of like pushing you into it or um it was it was like so it's funny we grew up in the same area me and g-rod and i've never i never met him in person we had tons of mutual friends so my one friend's like we're doing a wrestling podcast you gotta listen i'm like all right dude i got you like i'll listen i listen and I'm like, all right, I want to come on and, and debate debate one of the guys on the show because I didn't agree with the opinions. So um, I go on a debate. The guy the guy couldn't make it. So it was just me and G-Rod. And I never met G-Rod. I, we just were like, all right, well, let's do a show. So we did it. I was a special guest. And afterwards, he asked me, hey, do you want to do this 
Do you want to be on the Wrestle Addict? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So that's where I got my start. He is responsible for giving me that opportunity. So when I got ran with Ant, G-Rod produces. He's like, he does everything for me, like logos, like everything you can think of G-Rod does. Helps me with my website. So at the time when I started Rant with Ant, it was on a different network. It was on the Wrestle Addict. And then finally, like New Age Insiders call me and they're like, hey, you want to be on a network? I'm like, sure, let's do it. Um, so I said, G-Rod, you want to produce my show and we'll do like a segment with you every week. And, and we did the segment for two weeks. It was called Behind the Boards. And then finally, I'm like, he is as responsible as I am for this show being successful. So he's going to be my co-host. So now G-Rod's my co-host and the show's growing and growing and it's awesome. Sweet. And it's um weird because like I've heard of you over the internet. I, I always saw a tweet or a retweet on my um my Twitter account about this guy named Ant. This guy named Ant talking about wrestling and wrestling addicts and everything like that. And then I got into um listening to the new age insiders and everything. And then um I hear them bring you up uh and the wrestling addict. And I was like, who is this guy? And yeah. I, like <laughs> I never I never really um sought out your podcast right away. But um when um the guys was talking about um uh, forming the network and everything and then they announced you and um McCool and all them um coming on to the network. You know, that's when yeah. I really started picking up your show and listening to what you was doing. Yeah, shout out to Matt McCool. Matt McCool is one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet. We're we're from like almost the same area, so it's really cool. Sweet. Yeah, I chatted with him a little bit the other day. He was just wanting to exchange some information. I mean, just from that tweet alone, just, you know, just checking in, um, heard that I was doing some um, work with you now. You know, you're just saying hi and everything. So that's pretty cool of him. Yeah, he's a, he's an awesome dude. Yeah, the New Age Insiders guys, you know, um, I can't say enough good things about them. I finally met them in Brooklyn this year for SummerSlam, and they were they were awesome. They were they were everything that I expected plus more. They really care about this network. It's like they they are successful with by themselves. They don't need a network. You know yeah. what I mean? The New Age Insiders are the premier place for you know wrestling talk. Was that, was for them that to give us an opportunity just shows what kind of people they are, you know? I said, you in there hawking their lines and giving them plugs and everything. Yeah, they're the, <laughs> I didn't say to uh, for wrestling fans to uh, connect, discuss, and to be heard, though. Oh, you didn't <laughs> just say that. You didn't at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's funny, too, because I'm doing this little tour, and everything's been about wrestling. And, you know, I listened to your show, and – you said, and and I've heard you, ra- you rarely talk about wrestling. So whatever you want to talk about tonight, feel free to bring it up because um, I'm kind of wrestled out right now. <laughs> well, I mean, truth be told, the show is never planned. It just kind of happens. But um, I know you discussed a little bit of your b- uh, background on um, Late Night with Liam, but yeah. um. You know, everybody may not listen to Late Night Liam on the New Age Insiders or shit, hell, even the rant with Ant. You would be surprised. You, who knows, right? So, yeah, yeah just I don't f- expect a lot of people to listen to me ramble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, well, shit, that's the, one of the key words in this title for the show. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm going to fit in perfectly, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, why don't you give us that background? Where you're from? I mean, what brought you to wrestling? So, I am from. South Jersey, the bottom of New Jersey. Um, but 
I get the rap that I'm from Philadelphia because where I live in South Jersey, everyone is from Philadelphia. They just moved down here. <laughs> we're Eagles fans. We're Phillies fans. We're Flyers fans. We're even Sixers fans, and we don't jump off that bandwagon. Um, so I'm from a little town in New Jersey. It, it's it ha- it's called Wildwood. Let's just say Wildwood, New Jersey. It is the home of the the greatest boardwalk in the world is what they ranked it. It's a shore town. It's beaches, and it's amazing in the summer. There's tons of people here, and in the winter, it is the most depressing area in the world because there is no one here. (laughs) And what I've noticed is just like um, anybody that they say they're from Jersey, they always like categorize them as not really being from Jersey. It's just they put them somewhere else. Yeah, it's really weird because like – you go up north and it's like, oh, well, I'm I'm New York. And you're like, well, you're north. You know, you're actually North Jersey. And then you have us where we're like, oh, we're Philly. No, you're South Jersey. Like it's it's really weird. It's a weird dynamic. It's like no one wants to admit that they're from New Jersey. So they just say they're from the next closest city. I don't know. Uh, I've, it's, it's one of those places for me is like because I'm from Louisiana. And majority of my childhood has been on the road, but it's been the southern part of the United States. So I've been to Alabama, yeah. Mississippi, Florida, Georgia, uh, South Carolina, freaking. I think the farthest up north I may have been is uh, from my wife's hometown, and that's Danville, Virginia. And yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, my uh, my buddy in the Navy was stationed in Virginia. It's beautiful around there. Yeah, well, not in Danville, but... <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I always, it's just one of those, well, for me anyway, it's just one of those name places that I would always want to just go to just to say I've been there, you know, like New York or California, Los Angeles, you know, something like that. Just yeah, one of those yeah. places. Like G-Rod, who we're just talking about, my producer, my best friend lives, <laughs> lives in Hollywood. Like I need to go out there. I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, we're, we're taking three days and we're going out to California. We have a place to stay. You know, it's, it's across the country, but it's one of those places that I think you have to go. Like you see these kids come over for education from foreign countries and they're going to Cali. They're going to Vegas. They're going to New York. They're going to all these places that us as Americans don't even visit. Yeah. And we should. <laughs> like, I was in New York this weekend, uh, like three blocks away from that bombing. So that was pretty scary. So, like, the day of just. Yeah, like, um, we were getting on the bus 15 minutes before that bomb went off. Oh, shit. I mean, God damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know about it. I, I, you know, I got a bunch of tweets actually, like, yo, are you okay? Because I was at the Italian festival with my people. Um, <laughs> and. I was having a ball and then we had to catch the the mega bus back to Philly. Um it was like on thirty first street and I think the bomb went off on what, like twenty eighth street. So it was it was pretty crazy like that I was that close. Man. That's like um what other wrestling shows do you listen to? Wrestling shows, um you know what? I've really I, I hate saying this. I've cut down on podcasts because WWE wrestling <laughs> is on so much that like you have no time to think. Like I watch other TV shows like Ray Donovan and Ballers, and I haven't even I'm like four weeks behind on both of them because there's just wrestling on all the time. Um, of course, I listen to everything on the network. Um, I, I still listen to my boys, the Wrestle Addict. 
I listened to Heel Town USA, uh, Last Mark Standing with Trina and Damien. They're awesome. Wrestling With, who I was on last night, is uh, Adam Daly and his wife, Sam. They're awesome. Um, he's also the co-host on the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. So um, there's just some of them. I didn't name all of them, but I, I try to rotate. Like if I don't catch your show one week, I'm going to catch it the next week because you know you know how the market is in podcasts. Yeah. It's very – that's why the name, the oversaturation of Antwerp because I feel like – the wrestling podcast world is so oversaturated, but there's so much talent out there that it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, and see, and that was the thing too, because um, I try to talk to everybody like on all my social media outlets that I have, you know, associated with the show, like the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. And you know, I was just um, I did a poll here on Twitter, and I did um, you know, just a, like a little comment in um on the Facebook page. I was like. I didn't set out for this podcast to be a wrestling podcast, even though I'm a lifelong fan of wrestling and I love professional wrestling. But I was just asking, you know, some of the people that listen to the show is like, hey, um, do you what would you think if I did a wrestling podcast outside of the Random Rounds of Rob podcast? So it'll just be like I have my normal one that I uh, let out every Sunday. And then like sometime during the week, I have another one that's just specifically wrestling. And then a couple of people was like, yeah, do that shit. And then they had a couple of other ones was like, uh, nah, I mean, I like how it's just thrown in sporadically throughout the show. I mean, I, I like the randomness of it. You know, you never know what you're going to get. And if rap, wrestling having to pop up in the conversation, then, you know, it's a bonus. Yeah, that's the way. Um, I mean, I think you would do excellent with a wrestling show um, because there's so many different opinions. Yeah. Like y- y- everyone has an imagination. Imagination. And us as wrestling fans get a bad rap for having an imagination, but that's what makes all these podcasts so interesting. Another podcast I listen to is my buddy Chip um, and, and Ref Tony with oh, Checking yeah. the Boots. It's like you can listen to all these people associated with New Age Insiders, and, and we all have different shows because we all have different opinions. And it's a beautiful thing because I feel like the if, if the world was like the podcast world, we wouldn't have all this controversy because – it's just people respecting each other. That's all it is. That's all it takes. It's just a little respect. And, you know, you see it on Twitter, I'm sure. Everyone's fighting over everything all the time. All like, the time. Instead of, instead of people, like, just being like, hey, you know what? That's your opinion, and I respect that. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. It's like people have to start an argument about it because it makes them feel bigger in some type of way. Yeah, they're like, fuck that. I'm not offended, but I know somebody who might be offended, so I'm offended <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you just offended my cousin. Fuck you. Like, what? Like, your cousin's not on Twitter, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's get your small rant on the whole Kaepernick situation. What you, what you feel about that? Um, You know what? It's my – I'm a – I love all people, and and my whole thing is I don't feel like you should disrespect the American flag because the the soldiers that are dying for you aren't the ones that are are, are killing African-Americans and, and, you know, taking their power to another level. But at the same time, I understand it. Like, because, you know, what's funny is, you know, being from a, tr- a predominantly white neighborhood, I had an African-American friend live with me for five years. And the way people looked at him, it it, it is true. Racism's alive. And 
people always say, oh, well, don't go out and riot. Why can't people do it peacefully like Martin Luther King Jr.? And that's what Kaepernick's doing. And that's what Malcolm Jenkins of the Eagles is doing. They're doing something peacefully. It is their their right to, to be quiet. And, and I don't think they mean any disrespect towards the soldiers. I think they're doing it to prove a point because you know what happened? Kaepernick kneeled during the national anthem and people took notice. And maybe he didn't want to do that, but he made a stand and people are actually talking about it. And that's how you get through this social unrest is is to talk about it because we're all people and and if people don't think that there's a problem out there they're they're living under a shell yeah i mean honestly man i don't know how i truly feel about the whole situation like with him and you know what he's doing specifically because like i am a veteran i've yeah. i've just retired Thank from the military for your service I don't never know what to say to that. You're welcome. <laughs> but I just retired 16 years and two months of service. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing about this stuff. And then one me, I'm, I'm socially ignorant outside of <laughs> wrestling, I guess, because <laughs> I do, I, do, I don't watch the news. Cause like mm-hmm. just from, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't watch the news. I think everyone should boycott the news because I think the media is what's bringing back Let's call it a civil war because that's what we're in right now. We're in a social civil war, and the media is doing that because they want us to be divided by skin color because they know if we all stand together, they're not going to get away with half the shit that they get away with. Yeah, and I'm just like – I'm thinking about it. I mean how many you know, just people in general, like white people, Hispanic, anybody that's getting fucked up by the cops right now, but they just – you know putting the, the black ones to the forefront just for, you know, controversial or some news or the hot scoop or some shit like that because it, you know, has been a problem recently. And I get that. And I get that, you know, um, like white Americans, I'm Italian. I'm white. I, I never fear for my life near cops. I, it's, it's something that has to be said. And I feel like everyone's like, and you know what? There, there's there's good protesters and there's bad protesters and there's good people in the Black Lives Matter and there's people that are just trying to the, – the guy on the news called ever said all white people are devils. Like that's not yeah. going to help the situation. No. Like, um, Some people just I angry feel, just to be angry. Exactly. You're ang- but instead, you know and, – and you know why I kind of agree with, with most of the Black Lives Movement matter um, is because I get it. It's like – Yes, all lives matter. Like, I will say all lives matter. But right now, you know, check the stats on 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 the news. How many white people have you got her got killed by cops? Maybe one or two in the past three years. It's happened twice this week. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And, and you know what? Sometimes you don't know what happens. You you are a trained soldier. You know how to fire, you know, a firearm and you know your life can change in a split second. So maybe some of the times the cops aren't wrong. But let's bring, you know, the the thing that got me this week and and, you know, not to sound like, you know, ignorant to the situation is that you can take someone who tried to blow up New York and New Jersey alive, but a guy with his hands up got shot dead. Yeah, and that's that bullshit, you know? And then, I mean, it's just, like, even crazier because they had the one guy that had the the, the dude that got uh, choked out on camera, and oh, they yeah. shot him. And all, all he wanted... 
the the, the guy, um, what was his name, Eric, that that was standing out in front of the convenience store and he had an asthma attack because the cop was choking him out. Yeah, it's just I don't understand it. I mean, and what they get, but but administrative but a leave, but <laughs> but a terrorist is is alive in the hospital right now. Yeah. That that blows my mind. Yeah, because because um reason why I asked you about um what uh wrestling podcast you listen to because um I listened to one um the RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. And one of the hosts from there was in uh, Colorado when that dude shot up the uh, movie theater at the uh, oh. Dark Knight filming. I know someone um, from my my actually I met them at training at work. Her brother was in the theater when it happened. Yeah, man, that's crazy. It's just like like, and that's the thing though. And that guy, and 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 this is why I get the you know the the social unrest is because again, a lot of these people are taken alive. That yes. guy was taken alive. Exactly. Why? What is his value in life? If you're going to shoot someone for having their hands up, why didn't you light that dude up with bullets? Exactly. And I mean, and the ones that's blowing up things and doing all these shootings or whatever, those will be the ones that you think would, you know, they would shoot on sight. <laughs> dude, Charles Manson's still alive. He's the biggest serial killer. In night. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what? And a, a guy whose car stalls is dead. It doesn't make sense to me. And, and you know what? And I, but I do see it from both sides. Like I do see it from the police side as well. Like they're here to serve and protect. Our army's here to serve and protect. You know, it's not as easy as it looks. I'm sure. No, I don't know, man. It's just depressing. <laughs> it is. It's, you know what it's doing? It's, it's making like last night people, the white people that were even protesting were just getting beaten up. It's bringing racism back, and it's it's going both ways now. Where, you know, I feel like this is what the media wants: is they don't want people to trust each other, and that's all we have in this world is each other. Because, you know, and yeah. I think they're doing it to take take basically the eyes off of the election and everything that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and then, I, mean, I think shit. There's no money in peace. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. I said, if it's, is. if it's peace, there's no guns, and then arms dealers ain't got no. They can't sell their guns, and then the ammunition people can't sell their bullets, and other people can't sell accessories to those weapons. I mean, it's a chain reaction. So there's more money in war than there is peace. So, so let's like I want to talk to you because you are a veteran. I have friends that are serving right now. Like, what what is your your feelings on on people? holding up a fist during the flag ceremony or, or taking a knee because I, I guessing you understand it, but as, as an armed force, you know, that flag means the world to you. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this, you know, over the past couple of days or whatever, cause I knew I was going to have you on and I didn't know so much of what we was going to talk about. And, you know, I did want to get your opinion on the Kaepernick thing, but like, I don't know how I really feel, man. It's just like, I've been doing this thing for 16 years and the yeah. whole reason that I really got into it was because of my family. My father was in the army. My brother was in the Marine Corps. You know, my, some of my other brothers and sisters was in other branches of the military. So I grew up with it my whole life. So, I mean, you know, that's, it was kind of like a family tradition almost. So, I mean, that's how I yeah. kind of wound up being in the military and, you know, just being in the military, you know, it's a, it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood because there's women there, too. Can't just say a brotherhood. Yeah. And, um, you know, you build those bonds over those years that you serve. I mean, even if it's like two to four to eight to six, teen to 20, however long you stay in. I mean, you have friends 
in there for life. And it's, I mean, it's every race, every creed, every religion, all in this, the one, the one, the same uniform doing the same thing, yep. you know, protecting the same freedoms for everybody. But like when something, but when something like this goes on, like with what Kaepernick's yeah. doing and all kind of other stuff like that, I mean, I truly don't know how I feel because I mean, you should be able to say what you want and do what you want. But me personally, you know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, yeah, you know, I would stand, I, either. I would stand for the national anthem. I, you know, I take my hat off indoors. I do all that stuff. I That's mean, how I do too. I put the phone away, hat off. I actually, cause I played, you know, baseball and, sports my whole life i always put the hat over my heart for some yeah. reason it's just i guess a habit when you play sports um but you know my thing is too is like i wouldn't protest the the flag because i don't think i think that flag represents the armed you know our military and you have yeah. people in the military at these games and i think they they deserve a little bit more respect than that yeah. so that's where i get kind of sour on the kaepernick thing but the thing I can say is, at least he's not burning the flag. He's not stepping yeah. on the flag. He's not, you know, he's not basically demolishing the flag. Yeah. He's just trying to make a point. But you know how you can make a point as well? This week, you stand up and you lock arms with the military. You all hold hands or you hold hands with the security and police force that are at the games and you show unity. Like, yeah. That's how this world's going to change. That guy that's doing the free hugs thing, I, he might be my favorite person in the world. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those videos, and that's pretty cool. Um, but, like, the whole Kaepernick thing, you know, I don't know. Because, I mean, there's military members out there that support him and what he's doing. Because, I mean, it's to the effect that we are fighting for America's freedoms. We are fighting for yep. his right to do that thing. And um, I mean, shit, even to take it to the wrestling standpoint, Jesse Ventura, he stands behind Kaepernick and everything he does. He said exactly that. I joined the military to fight for his freedom, his rights, so he can be able to do those things. So, I mean, and you know, that's that's the thing is, is what what kind of protest is good protest? You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's a blurred line. If if nobody did anything and I don't think he's doing this because, you know, a lot of people. Oh, he hates he hates white people. He's just he's just he he's turning everyone against white people. Well, shit, he half not, white. <laughs> exactly, that's not true at all. It's it's the fact that it needs to be talked about. And yeah, when we talk about it, like my, my niece is half black, and you I can't sit here and say I'm not frightened in the world that she might grow up in. You know, like that's that's scary when when people are getting are getting, you know, judged by color, which, you know, it's funny because people can say, I know, I don't see color, but you do see color, but yes, you, do. you, you can see color, but you can see human beings. And that's, what's more important. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say I don't see color because people should be proud to be African, African American. People should be proud to be Hispanic. People should be proud to be Italian. Yeah. That's just the way it should be. And, uh, cause like, I mean, I do that with my kids, especially my oldest daughter. Cause like, um, She'll come home from school and be talking about something that happened. She's like, she don't really do it too much anymore, but she used to. She'd come home and be like, oh, this white girl at school today, this and this and this. I was like, golly. I said, why she got to be a white girl? Because that's what she is. But why she just can't be a girl? Oh, this um, one person at school did this or said this or something like that. I was like, the only time that you need to be descriptive with a person and how they look and their color and all kind of stuff is when you following a report with a police officer <laughs> describing a fucking criminal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, I, 
the 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 moment that we just noticed, like I said, like be proud of your color, like that's who you are, but be more proud that you're the human race. That's the only race, like, like I never, you know, unless you, you're right, unless you're describing someone, but like, if someone gets hit by a car, I'm not gonna be like, oh, that black man got hit by a car, and I'm like, no, not that man got hit by a car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I feel like, you know, I'm only 28, so I'm in a different generation, and. You know, I know my parents when they were growing up, the interracial dating thing wasn't wasn't cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't it it was frowned upon. Hell yeah. And I feel like now our generation's taking over. I feel like we are the ones that are gonna make this change and finally have equal equal opportunity, equal rights for everyone. And and I'll, uh, I'm not saying that you're not gonna get police killing people because yeah. let's face it, some of those people might kill police. Yeah. And then, I mean, there are some people that join the military and the police force and all these other um, uniform services just so they can kill people. They have that rage in their heart. It's not a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of the times it's not just damn. Oh, because I'm white. I want to kill this black guy. It's just damn. It's like I got a freaking badge and I am the law. So I'm killing all these motherfuckers. You know, there is there is a power. There is like that. The power of the badge. And you can't tell me there's not because, yes, there's good cops and I've met good cops. But a lot of times cops are kind of dicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> the power of the badge gets to them. It's true. And then like, it's like it's, a, it's almost a well, not almost. It is a double standard because like what's the law? You can't drive and have your cell phone up to your head talking on your goddamn cell phone. But damn, I'm at the red light and the cop pull up on side of me and he got a cell phone all up to his head, just having a good old time. Just he's gonna pull you over because you have something on your rear view mirror. Like you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, the the stuff that like um they used to like the one time I got pulled over I was smoking a black and mild and they're like, We're gonna search your car. I'm like, it's it's a fucking cigar. Okay. Search. Like what are you gonna find? A well, cigar? That, man, that, okay. Shit, Go ahead, looked, buddy. Uh, that thing brown from a distance, that looked like a blunt. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. <laughs> That's what I said to him. I wish it was, sir. I wish I had that much balls. No, it's a black and mild. You can search my car. <laughs> like I don't care. But don't know, it's man. it's it's weird. But you know, I've I've seen with driving with my African American friends that they'll pull they'll pull us over and there's two cops shining flashlights on him and the one guy's just talking to me like nonchalantly. Yeah. Wow. You can't you can't say there's not a like the stereotyping is the problem. Yes. It is. I'm sorry. I, do, I mean, I, I do, I do believe the people rioting last night. Yeah. I, I don't believe in riots because now what you're doing is tearing apart your neighborhood. Like you're hurting the people that you're supposed to be standing up for, yep. you know, by burning buildings and breaking windows. What does that do for your community? Like, and then that's what, that's I, what don't I was, get the, the, yeah, that's what I was saying way. earlier. Yeah. It's just like, People just exploit those opportunities or whatever. I mean, this is a freaking tragedy of what's going on. But somebody is in the back of their head is like, dog, if we can get these people riled up, we can break in this motherfucking store. We can get these TVs. <laughs> we I get wanted this that Xbox. iPhone 7 for three weeks, bro. <laughs> I wanted it. Let's do it. I mean, and that's, that's what it is. That's why we have so many freaking rides because everybody just looking for a reason to exploit a bad situation for their own personal gain. And it's just fucking stupid. That's my thing. It's like Tulsa, there was a shooting. Peaceful protests. 
And I feel like peaceful protest don't get the media attention because the media don't want to show peaceful protests. You know, there's no ratings in peaceful protests. Mm-mm. There's ratings when people are riding and, and knocking down reporters for no reason. They're, they're, that's ratings. When that CNN reporter got knocked down, I bet you the the, the executive was like, chin chang, there's ratings. <laughs> like that dude just got fucking tackled. More money in my pocket. Like it's it's a sad world we live in when it comes to that because the media controls everything. Uh, outside of uh, this depressing things and um, professional wrestling, uh, what TV shows you into? I mean, you was throwing out a couple earlier. I mean, what but what what you like to get into when you got the time for it? Um, I'm a Walking Dead fan. Um, oh, Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, before you even go to anything else, Walking Dead. Let's tackle that real quick. Who yes. you think I beat up on <laughs> by Negan? Oh, if it's not Glenn, like it has to be Glenn. Like you can't change the comic book that much that it's not Glenn. If if you do, you better bash Carol's head in because that's the only other person. Like Carol's a badass, but I kind of felt like she ran her course. Yeah. You know, like she's done what she could do for the show, and I think Daryl's next. But um, it has to be Glenn because this is where the Maggie storyline turns is when Glenn dies. So you can't you. You know, you already faked Glenn's death once. Like, all right, now it's time. Let's 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 follow the script. Negan is going to take out one of the guys that has been there since episode one and two. It's going to be sad, but it, it's got to be Glenn. Right, who do you think? I, I said the same thing. Well, but at first, um, that, that's what I'm leaning toward now. But beforehand, I was just like, it has to be Daryl. And the only yeah, reason, I, yeah, the only reason I said that was like because he was doing the, his own thing with the other TV show. And all kind of junk like that, but honestly, man, I'm just like I'm gonna be depressed by whoever it is because I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good show. Is um, is written in a way to where you can't help but get attached to one or more characters. I feel like that it's kind of starting to run its course, though. Like I know they wanted to go for a while, yeah, but all good things have to end, or if not, they become they become stagnant. Let's yeah. say. Yeah, it was just like um, you was about to roll into the Game of Thrones. They are they already nude up to season eight, and they said season eight is going to be the final season. Yeah, and we got we got shortened seasons too, so it's not even like we're getting we're only getting thirteen episodes total instead of twenty. Yeah. So, you know, it's just with Walking Dead, it's it's almost like. I always say this. I'm always like, all right, yeah, this show's going to end. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh my God, please never end. You know, like, yeah, that was kind of like always, with uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I only got to season four on Breaking Bad. Oh, man, you need to finish. You need to I finish know, it. I know. It's. Matter, I matter of fact, this, what, this, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do right now. I'm going to pause the recording. You're going <laughs> to go ahead on the Netflix and you're going to go ahead and watch season five real quick. Then we're going to come back and finish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, um, dude. And we're I've back. heard so many good things about Breaking Bad. <laughs> so many good things. Yeah, you just got to uh, drudge through that those first couple of episodes, and after that, it's just uphill from there. That's another show that I, um, I know ended when it was in its prime, and 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 I'm just saying, Walking Dead's character development has been amazing. Like I loved Tyrese, and then he just got killed. Like it was like 
You know, like you love these characters and you're like, never die. And then they die because once once they start drawing an emotional connection to the character, they kill them. If you haven't noticed that. Exactly. That's why I'm like, <laughs> is it going to be either Daryl or Glenn? <laughs> because, you know, Rick's not going to die. Carl's yeah, not nah. going to die. Um, <laughs> Carl has has one fucking eye. He, he's been shot more times than 50 Cent and somehow this kid's still alive. So, <laughs> Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, Game of Thrones, uh, Ray Donovan is another one, um, Ballers, and um, Sports. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, how is that Ballers? Because I mean, I think my wife watched some of the first season or all the first season, but I never really got into it. Now, have you ever watched Entourage? No, nah, man, I, that show never really grabbed me, man. It's just like... I popped in on it every now and then, and then I was just like, eh, I don't like yeah, this. Yeah, Entourage was my favorite show of all time, and Ballers is kind of like that in a sports aspect, but it's missing. Like, 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 Entourage had Ari Gold. That was Jeremy Piven's character. He was the funniest guy. He was the 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 best part of that show. And I feel like The Rock is good, but they need someone funny. They need to add more comedy to it because. Let's face it, like when you're throwing around millions of dollars, life is fun. <laughs> so, it, the I mean, I think Denzel Washington's son is in it too. Oh. Um, I want to say, is it Denzel Washington's son? I Plays know. Ricky Jarrett? I don't know, but he's an amazing actor. Um, the acting's good. It's a fun show. It's, it's a show where you don't have to think. Walking Dead is a show that will fuck with your mind for six hours <laughs> after it. You're up at 3 a.m. like, well, what the fuck's going to happen? ballers it's like okay i could shut it off and go to bed yeah and i I don't know you're talking about the oversaturation of ant this fucking the oversaturation of kevin hart and goddamn the rock this motherfucker they're everywhere man they they about to come out with jumanji together the, the rock is let me tell you like if there's one person that i could if i'm ever going to be success successful in life in this rant with ant thing and and I build this brand. The Rock is how you have to do it. That guy started out with $7, became the biggest wrestling star, became a big, the biggest action movie star right now. Now he is like one of the biggest social media stars because his YouTube channel. The guy, it's like every year he adds a layer. But eventually, you know, in two years, people are going to be like, I'm tired of seeing The Rock. But at, right now, The Rock could run for president, and it wouldn't even be close. He would win. I, I wish <laughs> I wish he did. I know. I <laughs> mean, we wouldn't have this bullshit it, going on now. <laughs> imagine him cutting promos on other countries. <laughs> going to lay the smack down on your Afghani ass. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even send the army. That motherfucker just walks across the desert himself and pulls the dude out of the cave. <laughs> yeah, but which which rock character would he go over as? Would he since it's the desert environment? Would he go over there as the Scorpion King, or would he go? Yeah, see, that's that's it. Yeah, because it, unless they brought the battle here, and then we can do the San Andreas Rock, or or, or maybe the, um, the Furious Eight Rock, or the GI Joe guy. <laughs> Yeah, the like, freaking uh, roadblock or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, as long as long as we don't get the tooth fairy, I think we're in good shape. Or the game plan guy. Oh God, yeah. When that's when that's when the Rock wanted to think he had hair, but he didn't have hair, and you're like, just let it go, dude. Like he had that weird hairline going on. <laughs> but he had good hair. That's why he tried to hold on to it. I mean, if he had that yeah. old scraggly shit, he would have been cut that shit off. 
Do you do you remember his hairdo when he um just to kick it back to wrestling real quick when he first debuted? Remember his hairdo? Oh man, he had like a box <laughs> that was like curled and it hung down and it, <laughs> it was like a poof. I don't know what the fuck that was. It was like it was like if Easy E took his hair and spiked it straight up in the air. That was the Rock. <laughs> like that. That was Dwayne the Rock. Job. That was Rocky Maivia had Jerry Jerry curl spikes on his head, and the sides were were trimmed. Yeah, he had like um, he looked like a poodle. The kid and play thing with a curl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that like you want like look at Odell Beckham. He kind of has that going on, <laughs> but it's like cool now. <laughs> hey, it's whatever, right? <laughs> The sides are shaved. He has long hair on top, and he dyes it blonde. And it's a weird dynamic, but I guess it works. Hey, you got to have a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he thought was going to be his gimmick. <laughs> Dude, the Rock's hair is great. And then he used to wear fanny packs, which is another story. In itself. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't He is. I'm just, I'm getting, he's, all right, the first couple movies, it was, you know, it was exciting because, hey, this this guy, I watched him wrestle. For so long now, he's doing movies. That's great. I, you know, I'm proud of anybody's success, but he is starting to be the rock in every movie that he plays in. It's, yeah, it's just him. It's like Nick Cage. Like, you, Nick Cage is Ghost Rider. Fucking bullshit. Ghost Rider is Nick Cage. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then um, what Kevin Hart, he's falling into that same trap, too. He's uh, starting to be Kevin Hart in every movie that he plays in. He's not I like, like the character Hart. that he they pay him to be. He's just Kevin Hart in another movie. I like him, but you're you're definitely right. Like I thought Central Intelligence was good, but he was Kevin Hart. Yeah. And Ride Along, he was Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And Get Get Hard, he was Kevin Hart. The last movie I can actually say that I was like I liked his character a lot was um the Wedding Ringer. Yeah, was I was it? Just where about was to like, say that. Yeah, the Wedding Ringer. Dude, he is hilarious when he's like. Oh, Mitch with the big dick. Like, I was <laughs> fucking lost it. Like, that's that's Kevin Hart playing a character. But, like, making – you can always put yourself in the role. But you're right. With this part, it's Dwayne Johnson is The Rock, and The Rock's playing every single like, – it's, oh, The Rock's fighting Vin Diesel in, in Fast and Furious. It's not his character. And that's where the great, great actors separate themselves. Denzel, Johnny Depp, Leo. They're never you never watch a movie and go, oh, well, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is being Leo again. No, he no. is like identical to the guy he's playing. Like, for example, um, I just watched that Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I haven't seen it, though. It's you don't even realize it's Johnny Depp because he plays this character so well that you forget who's playing the guy. You know what I'm saying? I like <laughs> Johnny Depp as I like all the fucking uh, the pirate movies. Oh God, he's you know how much he makes <laughs> too off much. Of one movie. Too much. I think he's getting paid sixty million for the next movie. Sixty million. What are you gonna do with that? You, you can't throw oh, me a I bone, mean, dude. I, can, I can tell you what I could do with that, but <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would own. I would own my own island. <laughs> shit, dog! No, I buy some of everything. I have like I have like a legit no shit podcast studio i fucking i buy a small indie promotion i do all i buy tna of- <laughs> <laughs> they're going for 40 mil right now why not you know you still have 20 mil to spend shit i mean what that's the scoop right now ain't it damn they're trying to uh, sell tna for 40 
Yeah, forty million. I, I mean, and people are like, WWE put a bid in. Well, no shit. Vince McMahon wipes his ass with forty million dollars. Like yeah. he's like, oh, it's um, it's like him buying bread at the convenience store. Like, you know, it's like him sending one of his uh, assistants to the store to buy the bread for him. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you know what? I don't even want to be bothered with picking up the bread and milk. You can go do it for my wife. Like, it's 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 crazy. There's so much money out there. Like, Dr. Dre. Sold what beats beats sold for what three billion dollars to iTunes? Yes. And so so he, not only did this guy discover Eminem, first off he, he NWA, Tupac, then he then he discovers Eminem, and then he signs Fifty Cent. You're not rich enough already. Like you have to you have to make a headphone that sells for three billion dollars. I don't know. I mean, we was talking about this um a little bit on uh, one of the other podcasts we did. It's just like people don't do things to freaking, um, you know, like people don't start a business, you know, for, you know, for their passion or whatever. They start a business so they can get bought out by another business. That's you know? exactly what it is now. And, 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 and you know, what's funny is I work in, I work in small business sales and you see these people, you see these people who really, really, really care. And they're the ones that are closed. But the people that are like, I'm going to sell this business, they're the successful ones. And it breaks my heart because it's like this guy who all he wants to do is own a pizza shop is out of business. But this dude who wants to just buy this pizza shop so a a chain restaurant can offer him money. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. I don't know. But can we get mad at those people, though, for getting lucky like that? (laughs) You know what? It's in life. It's a business and I follow my, I follow my dreams with my podcast, but you know what? If someone said, you know what, aunt, I'll give you a million dollars for your podcast. Well, fuck that. We're starting another podcast. Exactly. I'm it's selling gonna, that bitch. It's going <laughs> <it's gonna> to <laughs> be the, the ant with rant. Yeah, it's going to, it's just going to be the ant show. And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's going to be totally different. I can't talk about wrestling, but we'll find something. But honestly, you know, it's funny we can talk about wrestling. Ted DiBiase said it best. Everyone has a price. Yeah. Uh, you you want to see something real funny, real quick? Check your um your chat real quick. Remember, oh yes. You remember how we were talking about the rock hair? That is the rock hair, dude. You're blue tights away from being Rocky Maivia. And some streamers. I need some arm streamers. I need some streamers. That's right. It's like if you, if you took Bailey's current gimmick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like um. It was kind of weird for me, like, you know, I know the streamer thing from like as of current from Bailey, but um, I went to a ROH show show doing um, WrestleMania WrestleMania weekend this, that just passed in uh, Dallas. And I went to a ROH show and I seen a guy with a black leather jacket in the streamers. I was like, oh, look, he got a Bailey jacket on. But I didn't know the Young Bucks was doing that shit, too. <laughs> Young Bucks do that shit. I mean, let's be real. Like, who started? Ultimate Warrior came in with more shit dropping from him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that dude That dude had all types of shit fucking tied to him. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but um, did you go to WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah. I went to. Oh, um, you going this year? I don't know. I got lucky the last two because um, WrestleMania 31 was in uh, Santa Clara. Yeah. And, um. I freaking um it 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 was March 29th that year and March 29th is my birthday. So wow, as a awesome. so as a birthday present my mother got me um a ticket to go out there for WrestleMania on my birthday. 
So I got lucky that time. I was like, man, I never been to a WrestleMania before. It's on my birthday. My wife was nice enough to let me buy a $500 goddamn replica belt. <laughs> Dude, I want one so bad. My wife won't let me buy one. <laughs> oh, she, she, she let me have it. And I was, I was so happy. I feel like, I feel like I just paid for a trip to Mexico. So I'm pretty sure I can do whatever the fuck I want with my next $500. But. You know what they say is happy wife, happy life. Exactly. If so she, if she would have told me it, no, I would have just been sad as fuck. But exactly, like I, I get, and she's like, I don't understand why you want a five hundred dollar belt, and I'm like, I don't understand why you need three hundred dollar fake hair. So <laughs> let's like let's address the real issue in the room. What you're doing is for cosmetic, and what I'm doing is for ent- entertainment. So what's the difference? Yes, and this you is know, gonna I've, last longer than your hair. <laughs> Exactly. You're going to take that hair out and then you're going to dye that shit and then your hair is never going to match those extensions ever again. So you just put me out $300. <laughs> exactly. Then you're going to be asking for 300 more to do it again later. <laughs> but you know what? It's funny. Like certain things I'm like, oh, I'm buying this. And she's like, all right. And I'm like, oh, really? Really? But th- th- for some reason, the belt is like the thing. I think she's she might get me one for Christmas this year. I really do. I you know right. if if Santa is real, I'll get this belt. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know it's I don't know what what I want now though because uh, man, I, I want I always wanted that uh that classic the big gold belt. I always wanted that one, but when yes. I actually got there for that WrestleMania and I was walking back and forth pacing in front of that goddamn belt rack and everything. <laughs> And they just changed um, to the to the current belt, you know, around that time. So it had the new WWE logo on there. I was like, man, that motherfucker then, is smooth. Yeah, with those diamonds. And that's the thing. Like people are like, oh, the red belt's ugly. I've seen the rep like I've seen the replica red belt. I guess on house shows, you know, they don't take the real belt; they have a replica. Mm-hmm. Dude, that thing's nice. Like. And I'm a I'm a Phillies fan, so I yeah. have a lot of red stuff. <laughs> yeah, and red's my favorite color, so I'm like, man, that that's bomb diggity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, obviously the black looks sleek, but the thing is, who knows how long this black belt's going to last before they're like, oh, SmackDown's blue. This belt has to be blue. Yeah, you know, and you see, know that's that, around the corner. Said, and that whole thing kind of pissed me off though, because I was like, all right, they just changed this belt not too long ago. They ain't gonna do nothing crazy, so I can just. This will be my first and only belt, and I ain't got to worry about no other belts because this is the one that they're going to stick with for a while. And then here they are. They got fucking all kind of goddamn Mighty Morphin Power wrestling belts now and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, you know, they have a belt for everything now, too, with these two shows. Yeah. Like, there's a belt, like, you showed up to work on time. You're a champion. Like, <laughs> it, I feel like it's third grade Little League. Everyone gets a fucking trophy. Even the kid, even the kid that swung so hard he'd fall down and he never hit the ball, he gets a trophy just for participating. Hey, let, let, let me get a rant on that uh, Cruiserweight title. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Cruiserweight title, I actually kind of like it. It, it looks, it kind of it looks like a Jolly Rancher, but... <laughs> You know what I don't like about it is it. All right, so every single belt. You want me to believe that every single belt's important because it has that giant W on it. Mm-hmm. So they introduce all these new belts, and I get the tag team titles. They have the the Trojan condom logo, which is whatever. But <laughs> then they're like, okay, look at the heavyweight belts. They have the Ws. Look at the women's title. They have the Ws. Well, why doesn't the cruiserweight title have that big W? I feel like if you're going to use that big W on a purple belt. That would look sick with all the diamonds in it. 
Yeah. But instead, it just looks like they they put a plate on purple and that was it. But I don't mind it. And I love the cruiserweight division. That's really what helped drew like draw me to wrestling when I was younger is guys like Ray Mysterio and yep. Jericho and Eddie Guerrero and uh, Chris. I can't say his last name because he kills people. And, you know, <laughs> all those guys are what drew me to wrestling. So I love watching the cruiserweights. Like people have a problem with flippy shit. I happen to like flippy shit you because you know like, what? I'm watching it for entertainment. Goddamn flippy dudes. And I can't do that shit, all right? I'm a 205-pound Italian guy. I have a dad bod. I cannot jump off a rope and do a somersault. As much as I think I can, I can't. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember... Whisper, fuckface. It's not rocket science. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. I don't know, man. It's just like, I'm in the same boat with you. I mean, I, I love the shit. Out of goddamn WCW and that whole, all those cruiserweights, and I mean that—that's what got me watching WCW then more than um, WWFE at the time because of mm-hmm. those guys. And then they all just started going to WWE, so I was just like, okay, I just watch this now. <laughs> it all started when Jericho left. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is like people are still like, oh, you love Jericho? Like I've loved Jericho for twenty-five years. Like he's been in WWE for twenty years. Let's just let that sink in. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He's been. It's 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 insane. This guy's been around forever, and um, yeah, I love I love Chris Jericho. I think right now I it might be my favorite Jericho ever. I it's like every time he come back, he start off a little stale or whatever, but then he find like what do you want to do? with his yes. uh, gimmick and he change it or whatever. Cause like, all right, we seen him come back this time with the jacket and everything. And it was like, ah, oh, more of the same. And then Dean got rid of the jacket and now he got scarf and freaking the scarf's great, <laughs> mustache so. and everything. My dude comes out in underwear and a scarf. Like that takes fucking confidence. I wish I could walk around in underwear and a scarf all day long. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I'm at, I'm at, walmart buying eggs and milk and fucking a scarf and underwear and that's it <laughs> man you're not too far off from what people wear normally in walmart anyway i know so. i would probably fit in dude i i kid you not today i walked into walmart it's my wife's birthday so um she Happy likes birthday. this pioneer yeah thank you she likes this weird pioneer woman shit like she watches the food network and she's like i love these baking dishes so i'm like oh fuck it like i'll buy it so i go into walmart to get them I kid you not, this lady, like, and I'm not a judgmental person, but she was a big lady. Her whole left ass cheek, I mean, the whole thing was, at, like, it looked like her pants, her ass ate her pants. Like, it looked like she was the Incredible it was, Hulk. It was coming I'm back talking, for seconds, right? It was like, if you look at Nikki Bella shorts, which I love looking at. Mm-hmm. Imagine a bigger woman wearing Nikki Bella shorts, Nikki Bella sized shorts. So like it was disgusting. It was it was it was fucking cottage cheese. <laughs> it was bad. So it was like when you um, those guys take all them rubber bands and wrap around um the watermelon and shit, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it it was just it wasn't fun. It and what it's 
you can you can you know be honest too you see like that stuff at walmart too right like it's not just me that says well, people at walmart's like see, see, i but, i skeeve going in there see but that's the thing though i am the walmart guru i am the walmart aficionado walmart is my favorite store to go to if you go to my instagram right now <laughs> i got a hashtag like if you go to instagram and you go into the freaking search and type in the hashtag walmart log it's all me i got walmart i just walk around walmart videotaping and just talking shit in walmart all day and it was like it was like a point in time to where like i was going to walmart every freaking day when i was in missouri (laughs) and then we left missouri and we moved down here to um, texas but before we came to texas i was in louisiana in my hometown for a little while and there's three walmart's in that town and I went to every last Walmart in one day and I was just making videos in Walmart and then Texas is like millions of miles long and shit it take you over an hour to drive from the north side to the south side and we're not even talking about driving from the east to the west and shit there's like a thousand this, Walmarts here and I done hit like eight of them is this dude in a pink dress is this dude in a salmon dress right here salmon he, there's a guy with gray hair in heels and a pink dress on your Instagram. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't see that personally, but, um, I got family that live in Texas and my niece know how much I go to Walmart and she sent me that via text message. Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Like I, I don't believe the shit though. Cause like I see the people at Walmart webpage. I see uh, all these other people do all the shit, but when I go I, to Walmart, I never see this stuff. Are you kidding me? No. I'm going to start taking pictures for you. Please. Dude, please. Like, <laughs> I, yo, I saw a fucking grown man sitting in a cart last week at Walmart. Like, his mom was probably 60. This dude's like 40, sitting in the cart like a fucking child. <laughs> like, I, like, it's, I don't know. But half the people around me, like I said, in the winter, it gets really, really dark and dreary. It gets a lot of drugs. There's a lot of drugs in this area. So um, that's probably where everyone goes that's on drugs is Walmart. (laughs) Because we, like I said, there's nothing near us. So everything closes except Walmart. Walmart is... Walmart, and we have a convenience store called Wawa, which is like a 7-Eleven. Oh, man, I heard about that. They are the best. But... I was in Wawa last week, and it says now hiring. Now hiring part-time. And this lady's – I don't know if she fucking just huffed paint. I don't know what what's going on with this lady. She turns to me in line like she's known me for years. Hey, how are you? I'm like, good. She's like, you guys are hiring? I'm like, I'm not hiring. I'm I'm buying Gatorade. But <laughs> they're hiring, yes. She goes, oh, like like – you know, like, what does it mean part-time? I'm like, oh, like, part-time. She's like, oh, like, the kids are in school. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, my kids are in school. And, you know, um, the ones in sixth grade. And I'm like, holy fuck, lady. Like, no, part-time, like, they want you to work from fucking 8 to 11 on Monday. This has nothing to do with school. <laughs> Wait a man, I miss out on all that stuff. It's like. So, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm bleeding inside my chest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually we have a big heroin epidemic down here. It's bad, but like that's 
that's the type of shit that I run into. And and I guess because every, everyone likes to talk to me for some reason, I guess I'm an approachable guy that I get all the fucking weirdos talking to me. <laughs> and I don't understand it. Like with me, I mean, I'm a jackass. I'm silly as fuck. And, but like if you, people say if they didn't know me, it's like I look like a goddamn murderer and shit. <laughs> Yeah, like um, you know what's funny is like wrestling fans for some reason find me intimidating. Because mm, you're a big Italian I, guy. <laughs> I but but I'm like I'm like, do you listen to my podcast? I'm the fucking weirdest dude in the world. Like I've I have no I, I have a temper. I will say that. Like I've I've gotten over my anger problems, but um, you know, I just I don't get that. Like people are like, oh man, like. The one guy like uh, last week I was at SmackDown and someone recognized me like oh my god your aunt and like they were like kind of like nervous I'm like yo what's up dude you want a drink like the fuck <laughs> like it was weird they were like nervous to to approach me well, see, I'm, I'm like uh, I'm nothing I I do a podcast that gets a couple a couple viewers I'm not I'm not, like if if I was Chris Jericho standing at the bar yeah I'd be a little nervous but I'm just a regular dude. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I kind of understand where they're coming from because, like, I've always been the type of person who's like, I had opportunities to meet wrestlers and, um, you know, celebrities and some type of capacity or whatever. But it's just like I'm under the impression that it's like, I mean, they are celebrities. They're around millions and thousands and hundreds of yeah. people every single day. And, you know, I just don't want to bother them because, I mean, it looked like they either out with their family or they're just doing something recreational for them to where they, you know, it's their time off. Or whatever, and I'm just like I just don't want to bother him or whatever. I'll just be like, oh shit, that's that dude, and you know that's a memory that stick with me. Yeah, yeah, I've know? done that before. Where like, um, because I, I don't in- remember, do you remember Lavar Arrington? He was a linebacker. Yeah, um, a couple years ago. Yeah, he was. I was waiting on his table. He yeah, he vacations where I live, and I was like, yo, you know, big fan. Even though you were a Redskin and I'm an Eagles fan, and like we laughed it off, and like the amount of people that just wouldn't leave this fucking guy alone. Finally, I'm like, I was like, yo guys, like he's trying to eat. Yeah. Can we not, you know, can, and he's like, thank you. Like, I see where it's coming from. I've had opportunities where I've seen people. Um, and I'm like, yo, what's up? And I waved to them. Like I saw rich Gannon, the old quarterback of, uh, the Oakland Raiders, um, near Atlantic city in a, a town called Margate. We were at a small bar and I said, Hey rich, you know, you know, big fan. Um, thanks for the memories. And, and he was like, Oh, thanks. I didn't go up to him and bother him. And I feel like when they're there, he was with his family. Yeah. And then like, um, this past WrestleMania in Dallas, we was at the ROA show and they had the WrestleCon there in the same venue. And, um, yes, WrestleCon's awesome. And we was, I was leaving out after the ROH show and freaking MVP was standing there at valet parking, uh, waiting for his car to come up and shit. And, for me, MVP is one of my all-time favorite freaking United States champions. So yeah. I was just like, oh, shit, it's that dude. And he like right there. And I have my fucking goofy ass $500 belt over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm standing there. And like it didn't register. I mean, because I, mean, I did approach him. I did ask him, could I take a picture with him? But it didn't register yeah. to me because I mean – when they go to WrestleCon, they charge people for stuff like autographs and pictures yes. and all kind of stuff like that. You know, that didn't register with me because I was just like, oh, this motherfucking MVP right here. If I could buy another wrestling belt, I would buy the United States title just because of MVP. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, I got to say something, man. I walked past him 
like a fucking goober and shit. And then I walked <laughs> back again. It was kind of nervous. Yeah, it was kind of like how when I um, was um, trying to ask my wife for that damn belt, I walked in front of the counter like eighty three times. <laughs> I asked the Pacing guy in front of MVP for like three minutes. He's yeah. like, "What is this guy doing?" And then I, I, was, I was like, "Fuck it." I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he's like, "Huh?" Because like I was like, I didn't even like speak up. I didn't freaking. <laughs> I didn't project or nothing. I was just like, hey, can I, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> and he's like, huh? I was like, uh, can I take a picture with you? He's like, you know what? I'm going to say no. And the only reason why is because I was just at WrestleCon and I was charging all these people to take pictures with me and all kind of stuff. And that wouldn't be fair to them. And then like, I was like, no shit. I, d- I didn't even think about that. He's like, but I will shake your hand though. I was like, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> and then I walked yeah, away. Like, that, that's the thing is like, you know, but but that was the thing that was weird with me is like someone was nervous to meet me. Like that was weird, you know, because you get in the podcast and you don't. I got into podcasting because I love what I do and I still love what I do. It's my, it's my escape. But now that you like once you start getting like fans that are like that recognize you, like I walked into a bar in Philadelphia before SmackDown and someone said, your aunt from Ran with Ant, I saw you in Brooklyn and I love your show. That's crazy. Can, you know, like, and, but he was nervous about it. I'm like, do you want a drink, dude? Like, you know, like I was trying to, like, cause I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm just me, dude. I have a day job. This is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, I mean, I'm doing this cause my wife curse allows at me, me to. all day long. <laughs> and this guy's like, like looking at me like I'm, I'm a celebrity. I'm like, I'm nothing. Like I, I, I don't get why I get why people, celebrities get un, like, you know, get irritated because of stuff but, like that right <laughs> but no i i loved it like but you know what i didn't love about it is i didn't feel like he looked at me as just a person just come up and be like, like i think he was just nervous to approach a stranger maybe yeah but yeah. i mean don't ever be like people like when i approach celebrities and i've met triple h in an airport wasn't stalking him. I was literally waiting for my brother to get on a flight to Boston. Yeah, and as you stood behind a, um, one of those plastic plants yeah, in the lobby. It was it was all approach. And this is when China was still alive and they were doing the DX thing. And I was like, hey, you know, Triple H. Um, I was like 13, a huge fan. Can I get a picture? Can I get an autograph, please? Thank you so much. But I approached him like a person. Like I didn't approach him. Like I wasn't stalking my prey. So <laughs> – like I get why these like Seth Rollins and Sasha Banks get mad because you have people fucking popping out of trash cans with cameras trying to take a selfie with you. Yeah. And see, it's like, um, I was in North Carolina, um, going, flying down to um, Louisiana for something. And, um, I was up there in Raleigh Durham around uh Hardy boy country. And that's when like there the Hardys was together with a uh, leader still. And they was in the motherfucking airport with me. And I was like, <laughs> they, they sat literally, two seats away from me on my aisle on the, in the, um, you know, in the waiting area to, for boarding and everything. And I'm just sitting there. I was like, it's the fucking Hardy boys and leader. And then I'm in the, <laughs> I was like, I'm in the military at this time too. So I had my, my little bag with my Marine Corps sticker on the front and shit. I was just like, I was like turning it toward them, hoping they noticed and they're like, Oh, you in the Marine Corps or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and then this like, um, cell phones didn't really have cameras and shit. So I was like contemplating in the motherfucking airport if I wanted to go over there and buy this damn $20 disposable camera with like eight snaps of film in this bitch just so I could ask them if I could take a picture. And I was just like, you know what? This well, is good enough for me. I was like, they, the they sat next thing. to me. I saw them and I was like, this is good. I'm great. <laughs> that's the funny thing is like when I met Triple H, I met him at 
at a store, like one of those, like the, the paper stores with those disposable cameras, because it was, I was 13 years ago, I was 15 years ago. So my dad, as I'm talking to Triple H, buys one of those cameras <laughs> so I could get a picture. Like, you know, it's it, technology is crazy. It really is. Like, you think about that. Like, I met Triple H. I, I've lost the picture since then. But my dad had to buy a camera, one of those like $10 disposable ones. You get like, you know, eight photos you get developed. But he he saw Triple H. I go up and talk to him and I talked to Triple H in China for a good 10 minutes. Like they were, no one else recognized them. One person after me recognized them. How can and then you the not crowd, recognize China? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it was, it was a, it was a, a red eye flight. I think. Oh, okay. Um, I got you. Nobody yeah, recognized it, nobody. Then they like, sleepy as fuck. It was like, the, like my brother's flight was coming in at like eight 30 and they were leaving at eight 30, but it was like, you know, you're there an hour and a half early. Um, they were, they were coming from Gorilla Monsoon's funeral in Philadelphia. Um, then, so we were in Philly and I was just talking to him and then we got the picture, we got the autograph. And as I'm leaving, someone recognizes him and then the crowd starts. Yeah. And that's when he's like, Hey guys, uh, no, I have a plane to catch. Yeah. It like, was like, um, I think I was coming. I don't know if it was the WrestleMania in Dallas or the, I think it was the one in California, uh, Santa Clara. I'm coming back through Dallas. That's what it was. And I'm in a TSA line and everything. And I'm just standing there waiting for my turn. I look to my left. This motherfucking Albert standing to my left. And I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm looking up at him because like he taller in person. And I'm just like, that's that dude. I mean, that's not, I don't know why I say that to myself all the time. Every time I see somebody, I'm like, that's that dude. <laughs> yep. That's him. That is him. <laughs> And then damn, I didn't. You know say, and like I said, I didn't say nothing to him. But what made him even more awkward? We went through the TSA thing to, at the same time, and then we wound up walking the same way. So I thought we was gonna part ways. He was gonna go this way. I was gonna go my way. But we walked down the same hallway together. And I'm just sitting there like, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what pisses me off when we're on this celebrity kick thing is um people like MVP was was very upfront with you. I charged people. I but but what about the people that you meet? Not at shows that try to charge you. Perfect example. We saw Marty Janetti. Fuck you. Out. You know what? I don't want to even hear that story. We just go on to the next example. <laughs> Do you like Marty Janetti? No. <laughs> exactly. So we meet Marty Janetti and we're tuned up. I mean, we've been drinking. It was WrestleMania 29 weekend. We, I kid you not, we were drinking for 12 hours. We meet him outside. Outside, like this isn't WrestleCon. Like WrestleCon's been over for five hours, and my brother-in-law simply goes, "Hey Marty, can I get a picture with you?" I was a huge fan of the Rockers growing up. My brother-in-law is older than me. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, ten bucks." And mm-hmm. I said, "Wait, wait, 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 ten bucks?" And he went, he "Went ten bucks?" I went, five bucks." And he went, "No, ten bucks." I was like, "I said, Marty." I could charge you $10 for taking a picture with me and I'm a fucking nobody. Like that's how much your picture is worth right now. So why don't you just take a picture for $5? <laughs> no, you know and what, you know what I would have did? a picture for five. My, my brother's like, I'll give him five. I'll, like we're sitting there arguing over how much a Marty Janetti picture is worth. You know what I would have did? I would have like, I would have brought him in close. I would have gave him a hug. And then I was super kicked his ass through a goddamn barbershop exactly. window. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, you're Marty Janetti. You like you haven't been relevant since I was four years old. Four. Like, come on, man. Like, 
nobody else even fucking recognize. You should be happy people recognize you. <laughs> I didn't, I'm surprised the motherfucker's still alive. Like, that's that's what pisses me off. Like, Virgil. <laughs> oh, man. you No lie. Those those pictures or whatever, where he be sitting in the table by himself, those, those shits legit depress me, dog. I don't know why. I just feel sad. I just, I don't get, like, how... If someone wants to take a picture with me, and I'm not a I'm not a celebrity by any means, but like I had people in Brooklyn, hey, can you take a picture? Can you take a picture with my kid? He listens. Absolutely. Like that is my pleasure because you got to remember that these are the people who listen to you. These are the people that buy your merchandise, and this goes for wrestlers. These are people that watch you. These are people that that cheer for you. Like you should be a little giving. Now the current superstars. They're under contract where sometimes they can't take pictures and do autographs and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you've been out of the game 25 years and someone recognizes you on the street, you should be grateful. Like you should be like, wow, I must have left an impression on that person. Not like the first thing he said was $10. Like, what are you buying your crack fix? <laughs> like, come on now, Marty. Yeah, man, that's just crazy. Cause like, um, I went to Dallas for WrestleMania and um I tried to hurt I tried to get there for the little new age insiders a uh, little kickoff thing they was doing. Yeah. And I got there at the tail end of it when it was packing up and everything. So I imagine cuz it was hot as fuck out there and they was out there doing whatever they was doing for however long and they was putting everything back in the car and everything. And I was just like, "Hey guys, What's up? <laughs> and then like yeah. it's like I felt kind of weird too because I didn't want to bother them because it was all putting their shit away and everything. And then I seen uh, Bill and everything because he helped me out with um some of the technical stuff here on my show. So you know I really wanted to meet him and tell him thank you in person for helping me out and shit. So I was just like yeah, but they was putting everything up and I was like hey can I get they're, a picture real quick? They're <laughs> such genuine guys, and that's the cool thing. I was like. I met like um you know I don't know like the the Marky Smart Trina from Last Mark Standing. I met her in Brooklyn. Like and and it wasn't awkward. You know what that that's the cool thing. Like I'm sure if I meet you say you go to Orlando after this conversation, we can meet each other and and we're going to be talking like we've known each other for 5 years. Oh yeah, I'm down with that. I can do that. Like See, that's yeah, that's yeah. just it's amazing. That's amazing to me. Like I had a friend that I met podcasting from Ireland come over here and it felt like we've known each other forever. Forever. Yeah. And that was another thing, too, because, like, um, a bonus for me was, like, not only going to WrestleMania, but was, like, to meet the people that do the podcast that I've been listening to for years. Like, I got yes. to meet, you know, the freaking the new age insiders out there in Dallas. And the night before, the guys that do um the RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, they had a fan get-together thing at this bar downtown in Dallas, and we was out there drinking all night and shit. Yep. That's what we're going to do in Orlando, I think. Oh, yeah. I that... think because the whole night, I think the, I don't think DDT wrestling's going, but me and McCool are going together. Um, it's going to be lit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, if, if, you got if, Disney and Mania. It's going to be nuts. Don't drink the water. Remember that. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm got, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be drinking every single beer in every country in Epcot is what I'm going to be drinking. Oh, yeah. I forgot they got the little international joint up. Yeah. You know, you go to you go to Germany and you're drinking beers out of boots. It's awesome. <laughs> and you're checking the boots, too, right? Yeah. Checking the boots. I'm actually on them Saturday. So exactly. that's going to be fun. Plug, plug. <laughs> yeah. Plug. Chip. Chip and D'Lo Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chip hates D'Lo Brown. 
So the other night I sent Chip a picture of we took in Brooklyn. It's me and him looking down and it says, what is Chip looking at? And then I put hashtag, you're looking at the real deal now. Because if you remember D'Lo Brown's music, that's yeah. how that shit started. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at the real deal now. <laughs> and he come out just shaking his head. I was fucking bobbing his head, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't see how he couldn't, how he didn't give himself a concussion doing that shit. <laughs> oh, dude, my man had whiplash every like. Maybe that vest was like a security. He is the original neck. Roman Reigns. That's who he Roman was. Reigns modeled his character after. He was. He was. Because <laughs> he like he had a, I guess he had some kind of sternum injury, and that's why he had to wear the vest. And then his, his shit was good, and then he just kept wearing the vest. Yeah, he, well, and he wasn't the most built guy, so it kind of covered up some of his area. Yeah, and I said the same thing about Roman Reigns. I mean, he's a dude, he's a big dude, he's a jack dude, but at the same time, he is awkwardly shaped. It's like he got these oh, big arms. Samoan. And sh- he got these big arms and shoulders and everything, but his midsection looked weird as fuck. He, he's Samoan. Look, like that's the Samoan build. That's why you look at the rock and you're like, what are you shooting up your ass, dude? Because <laughs> this isn't. Well, you had that you damn. 13 that, abs. <laughs> that damn pec reduction. Oh, yeah. He had tits or, Yeah, you know. He's had more. He had more uh, breast surgery than Nikki Bella, I think. <laughs> My man's pecs look totally different through the years. Yeah. Goddamn. What's, what's your boy? Just to get back on Roman Reigns again. I mean, I spoke about this many a times. Everybody jumping on him by like, oh man, he's still wearing the shield gear. He need to change his shit, blah, 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 blah. But what the fuck is he going to change into? Because I mean, I done seen this dude with the little trunks and everything and like the little shorts or whatever the fuck. And like I said, his body type don't fit none of that gear or whatever. So I mean, he's just stuck with this goddamn vest and pants deal. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Unless he starts doing CrossFit with uh, Rollins, because Rollins has more abs than he has, like, ah, it's insane. Like, you see, like, these dudes like Rollins and Balor, and they have, they, their bodies are just, like, they're jacked, they're ripped. And then you see Roman Reigns, who's a big dude, and, and you're like, why don't you have muscle tone? Like, he does, but, like, his, his stomach doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, Baron Corbin is a big fucking dude and his stomach looks like a face <laughs> like does it does that face run the place if it runs something <laughs> but i don't know what it is it's really like it's just it's crazy how body types are you know like you look at umaga he was a big dude look at rikishi the usos are not jacked but they're still big dudes they're big dude like i'm i'm not saying roman reigns doesn't work his ass off in the gym some people aren't meant to have abs I can't have abs. I know that now. Um, but, you know. It is what I'm it more, is. I'm more towards Kevin Owens than I am Seth Rollins. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. How do you really feel about Roman Reigns, though? Um, Roman, I would say, is a top five worker in the company right now. The guy, you know what it is? It's funny is people say he's getting forced down our throats. Not you're, now. you're forcing them. You're forcing them. Finn Balor. Within that month. Him, Rusev, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins in his first two weeks on the roster while winning a title. If that is not shoving a rocket up someone's ass, I don't know what is. Roman Reigns gets a lot of hate because I believe his fans on Twitter can be a little much sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I own Roman Reigns merchandise. I have Roman Reigns. You know, I collect those Mattel figures. I have Roman Reigns figures. I like them. The guy 
is a star. He can work. He hasn't had a bad match this year. He's put on matches with Styles. He's put on matches with Rollins. He's putting on matches. The only bad match I could say he had was at WrestleMania. Yeah. And and that was I don't think that was his fault because if no. you look at the rest of his track record, he's had the best year of anyone on the WWE roster not named AJ Styles. Yeah. So I, mean, I like Roman. You only as good as your opponent anyway. I mean, yeah. Triple H is not a bad wrestler, but he, I mean, he he's out of slow. Yeah, he's out of his element. He's out of his era right now. I mean, it's he still wrestles the old style pretty much. And that doesn't really contrast yeah, I, too, too well with what they got going on now. And then he ain't going to take a lot of those crazy ass bumps either. Exactly. Exactly. And, and he doesn't need to We like, yeah. honestly, he, that guy has done it all, but Roman, he gets the hate on him annoys me so much. And then there's not even hate It's the John Cena syndrome or whatever. They only boo it because it's trendy. It's like doing a yes chant or doing yep. like a Ric Flair woo or something like that. It's only they only do it because it's trendy. They know like if Roman Reigns come out, we're supposed to boo. I mean, look at John Cena right now. As good as he is right now, I think he's the best he's ever been in his whole career. Yep. Like right now, right now, they still sing John Cena sucks when he comes out. But after he yeah, cut his and, promo, but or, they're cheering him exactly. Like, Roman is a guy. That I think his mic skills does him no it does him no favors that he's not the best talker. No. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that. But why does WWE send him out there with a mic? Yeah. I mean he really don't need to talk at all. No, I like the silent badass. Like, do you watch Game of Thrones? Yes, I do. Um Roman up. Reigns should be Kyle Drago. <laughs> That's what Roman Reigns should be. I'm a fucking savage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rip your head off and not say a word, and then I'm going to go and bang this hot blonde. Yep, that's his twin. Roman <laughs> Roman Reigns is Aquaman. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you what. Or you had this whole thing, the Roman Empire. Why not do a WrestleMania entrance with the I Roman s- Empire, aka 300? To, I swear, have to God, a bunch I, of dudes in Trojan yes. helmets. This motherfucker comes out looking like he's going to the Coliseum to battle. Mm-hmm. What, th- yeah, just thinking about that now, like, because I mean, I, I had the same, uh, you know, thought about you know his WrestleMania entrance, but I mean, it was pretty much the same as it was last year. I mean, the WrestleMania before, but you know, just think about the movie Three Hundred when they got in that little formation, like the little dome or whatever. Like they just came out there and they formed a little dome or whatever, and then they disperse and he just like come up out of the middle or some shit like that. It'd be fucking fucking cool. He's. I, I just I, – I will never understand the hate on him when – I'm a Seth Rollins fan. Seth Rollins is my favorite professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Rollins has been pushed down our throats way, way, way more than Roman Reigns has. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But, I mean, you think it's just because of the difference in the style of Russell? Because, I, I mean – it's because he's not an indie darling. That's that's what – one town booze him. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be Philadelphia during the Royal Rumble. And then everyone was like, oh, it's cool to build. They're like, let's boo Roman Reigns. But why the fuck are you booing him? If you don't have a reason, why are you booing him? I don't know. Wrestling fans are weird sometimes. Um, it is the weirdest group of people ever. And I love most of them. <laughs> but you get certain people, the keyboard warrior types, mm-hmm. that – literally will get into your mentions and threaten you but you know damn well in face to face 
they're they're not even gonna they're gonna act like they don't know you. Man, you know yeah. what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna walk out of the room when you walk in. You ever seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back? Yes. You remember at the end of the movie when they was just flying to people's houses and whipping people's ass? Yes. I wish I could do that. So that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, because like that's the thing is is I I've been in fights. I've you know I was I wasn't a wrestling fan my whole life. I got back into it. I dropped out of it for for five or six years, and I was into stupid shit. But um, like a lot of these people, I think because it's an aggressive sport, feel the need that they have to attack you with aggression. And the problem is, a lot of these people have never even thrown a punch in their life. Yeah. So it's like, why be something you're not? Like I'm not saying I'm a badass, but I know that I can throw a punch because I've been in fights. I don't sit there being someone who knows I can throw a punch and, and say, I never say I'm going to beat you up or I'm going to whoop your ass or I'm going to, I don't, there's no need for tough talk. Yeah. Like it just because it's pro wrestling doesn't mean I have to pedigree you. Like I could just say, you know what, <laughs> let me drop some knowledge on you. And if you don't agree with it, it's fine. It goes back to just respect. And that's, I feel like the whole world, that's what everyone lacks is respect. And, and it's my opinion is fact and that's a problem when your opinion becomes fact in your mind it's a problem yeah now you try to gloss over real quick uh what was that stupid shit that you got into that uh five years ago was all from wrestling um it was bad stuff like i wasn't into drugs or anything but i was hanging out with the wrong people let's say um getting you know getting in fights because they were doing bad stuff that had to do with um you know, you're in high school. People are selling okay, weed yeah, and gotcha. stuff. I remember I wasn't with my friend. I remember my one friend got stabbed like 13 times Shit. over a dime bag. <laughs> like I wasn't with the crowd I was supposed to be. And I wasn't I wasn't involved in any of this. I wasn't drug dealing. I wasn't doing drugs. I had friends that I knew and, and I was, you know, we liked the same music. We loved yeah. hip hop. We liked doing, you know. We liked playing video games, and 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 they did that. They just shit. so happened to do that other crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to do that other crazy shit, and then you're guilty by association. So even when I'm just walking with my boy on the boardwalk, minding our own business, he probably has beef with someone, which means I'm gonna have to fight because I don't can't you can't watch your friend get jumped. So that was the stupid shit I was in. I never got arrested. I've never I I'm not a troublemaker. Like, but. When they're doing stupid shit like that, like my friend that I'm talking about who got stabbed, our senior year missed our whole senior year because he was in juvie. Yeah. Like then he's had multiple – he's not um, really a, a good friend anymore. I, I consider him acquaintance, but he's had multiple stints in jail. Like I was just in the wrong crowd. I was with people who who wanted to live a lifestyle that that I I – wasn't raised on i was raised in the suburbs yeah. you know what i mean i, I wasn't that. i wasn't raised to fight i wasn't raised to 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 get street cred and I, I think that's what a lot of my friends were trying to do at the time is build up their name as this badass dude and you know um a lot of the times they, they say music doesn't glorify stuff but it does because what was you know 50 cent back then was the shit you mm -hmm. know everyone wanted to be a fucking gangster everyone yeah you know what was the um most you ever got in trouble behind, you know, hanging with that crowd. Um, the, 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 actually the most I ever got in trouble is, um, 
besides just getting pulled over profiled because I was with black people, um, well, we didn't get in trouble, but besides like, getting pulled over for stupid shit like that, um, the only thing that I can say that I ever got caught was when I was 15, I got caught smoking weed. And my dad made sure I would never get caught smoking weed again. <laughs> <laughs> I think like um, in, 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 it all revolves around Walmart. Yeah, it's now, it's fucking Walmart's fault. I know, you know? man. <laughs> I've been going to Walmart all my life. I re- I can remember when Walmart was only open like um, from like nine in the morning to like maybe ten that night <laughs> when they before there was even twenty four hours. But damn, I would go to Walmart with my friends or whatever, and like you said, guilt by association. I would go to Walmart just because I love going to fucking Walmart. They got toys and they got candy and all kind of crazy shit in Walmart that I like. Yeah, and I was with a group of kids or whatever, you know, that I hung around with, and they was in there stealing. So, yep. I kind of I I knew you know they've done it before, but I didn't know particularly that time that we went in there that they was gonna do something. So we walking out, and the dude pull us all back, and there we did a little security guard or whatever, and um you you uh, grab one of the guys I'm with. And he pulling all kind of junk out of his pants. He stealing toys, freaking BB gun, little the Jesus. little BBs, <laughs> the bullets, and all kind of shit. And I'm, he's like, "Did you steal anything?" I was like, "No." And so for a while, I was actually banned from Walmart. I couldn't go back in that motherfucker again because of somebody else's bullshit. And it, yeah, I, like, and I was heartbroken. <laughs> Here's here's a perfect example of the people I was hanging out with. I was walking down the boardwalk with my girlfriend at the time by myself, and I got jumped by four people because they had beef with my friend. Oh, now, see, I'm going to take it in a totally different direction with you. Let me tell you about some bullshit that happened to me. Um, let's see when this was. It was around. It was the year. Jordan came back wearing the number 45. Yeah. I was in middle school. I think I was either going to the eighth grade or I was leaving the eighth grade going to the ninth grade. Was that 96, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was probably, I was leaving eighth grade going to the ninth grade. So, damn, it was the last day of school. It was damn summer break. We was about to disperse and go on um, summer journeys and whatever the hell was about to fucking go on. But I can remember. Since I have freaking brothers and sisters that are like buku years older than me, they got kids that are my age and older than me. So my nephew, he's already in high school. He, I think he was probably maybe a sophomore or maybe even a junior. He was that much older than me. He, um, the last day of school for middle school for me, he, um, was riding by on his bike and damn, he was giving me a ride home on the handlebars. Now my brother in law, was stationed in Korea. So, I mean, they make anything in Korea. So damn, he got a Jordan jersey with the 45 on the front, but instead of on the back, it had Robinson, my last name on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm wearing this jersey and everything and everything and everything and everything. I don't know why I said that twice. <laughs> and, uh, everything is everything, as Lauren Hill once said, right? Exactly. So I'm riding home, I'm riding home on his handlebars and my nephew is no little dude. I mean, he like six foot three, play football. I mean, he was a big motherfucker. So I'm riding on his handlebars and this little short dude come running, like running on side of the bike, just running. He's like, what's up? And I was like, what you mean? What's up? And then in my head, you know, I was like, oh shit, he probably want to fight or something. I'm trying to take my Jersey. 
And then I look to the the left. There's another dude on the other side of me riding his bike alongside us. And so I was like, all right, man, this this about to go down. We about to fight or some shit. I mean, I ain't, and then I'm not even worried about it because I got this big 6'3 motherfucker, fucking big football player. I mean, he, he my blood. He my fucking, you know, it's weird that to call him my nephew, even though he older than me. But still, we can. I, we, I go spend the night at this dude's house. He come spend the night at my house. We play Nintendo, Super Nintendo. We did all that shit together. So I'm getting ready for it. I know it's about to go down. So all of a sudden, my nephew leans over the handlebars and he whispers in my ear. He's like, if you get in the fight, I ain't helping you. And I was like, what the fuck? Bow! <laughs> I got stuck in the face. Boom! The dude that was running outside of me punched me in the face. I fell off the bike. And then down the other dude jumped off of his bike and I'm on the handlebars on the ground, you know, while he holding up the bike and they just whipping the shit out of me. They fucking kicking me and punching me and all kind of other bullshit while my nephew just standing there. Just got oh. my ass whipped. And then damn, hey. he, he grabbed the jersey off of me because that's what they was trying to get from me. And damn, uh, one of my mama friends rode by in the car and I got in the car with her and he threw the jersey in the window and we drove off. I was like, yeah, I never talked to that motherfucker again after that. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and, and that's the thing is like guilty by association is something that's, it's true because like I, I really never had beef with anyone. Like I was never like, I was always the kid in high school who got along with all types of people. You know what I mean? Even the social outcast. I, I'm just, I'm a kind person, but the crowd I was in, like I said, we all wanted to be rappers. We all wanted to be, we all wanted to, you know, you go through the tough guy phase, the M and M phase for us white kids, um, where you want your life to be eight mile as much as we lived in the suburbs. But we do have a lot of like hard knock towns around us. Yeah. Um, but Here's a, here's a story for you. My friend Ski, um, who lived with me for five years. Um, so we go to, uh, a, a housing project because the guy sold, um, shoes for cheap. So I wanted the new Jordans and you know, they were like, I guess they were like probably 60 bucks. He was selling them for or 70 bucks. So we pull up and <laughs> three people come out and try, try to jump me. Well, his skis grandmother lived next door to the dude that sold shoes and we're right out in front of this place my boy ski picked up like a garden hoe <laughs> and chased these fucking dudes around the project swinging at them that's when i knew i was like i might be in the wrong crowd right now <laughs> like i might want to reevaluate what i'm doing people are getting chased around with with a garden hoe and i almost just got robbed over jordan's <laughs> damn dirty hoe it was um and then, you know, you know, then we graduated and I went to college and I, I, I kind of gravitated more towards like-minded people. Like, I don't want to say that I left those guys behind. Cause you know, I'll always have love for him. He's like a brother to me. You know what I mean? But I, I knew that my life, I, I wasn't going to be doing that. Like I, I matured. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to have to worry about walking down the street anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to be able to just live my life and be a, the nerdy, goofy Italian kid that I am and hanging around with people who were, were selling weed and stuff. Wasn't um going to help me do that because then you're a marked man because once money gets involved, people don't fuck around anymore. Exactly. Like I said, my buddy got stabbed 13 times over a dime bag. 
over a dime back. His he went with his his brother was the one selling it. He went with him. The kid got behind in the back seat to buy it, pulled a knife on him and started fucking stabbing him because he wanted he wanted to rob him of all their weed, which was a dime bag that they were gonna sell. <laughs> no, and I could, that's yeah. I I don't I don't I've never thank God I've never been to that extreme, but I think <laughs> I'm thinking back on it now. I it's it's coming back around yeah. full circle here i mean i'm currently living in houston texas this is where i chose to retire so many many moons ago many years ago i have a nephew that lived out here in houston oh, he still lives here now matter of fact i need to hit him up but um we were young and here in houston they got at the time they had a curfew for um minors and um i would spend a night at his house one weekend and his uh, mom worked nights or whatever. And we was old enough to where, I mean, we can watch ourselves and take care of ourselves. We know how to fix food and shit like that. I mean, it wasn't, you know, no child neglect type shit or whatever. But me and him, we out there at his uh, apartment. Uh, we out there on the porch smoking weed and shit, getting high as fuck. And we get the bright idea. It's after curfew already to go to the, down the road to the 24-hour store. And get some damn snacks because we was hungry as fuck. You know how we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's so a damn. real thing. <laughs> <laughs> we walking down the road. It's like two, three o'clock in the morning. Some crazy shit like that. And we go into the grocery store like it's cool, fucking high as hell, high as giraffe pussy. Just walking around in the grocery store, picking up funyuns and all kinds of other stonerific <laughs> you shit. You always go for the funyuns. Yes, <laughs> and water. Lots and lots of water. <laughs> so then we check out like cool. It's like, and then we just walking out the store and like, I don't know. I, I look back in the store and it looked like the dude picked up the phone and he was talking to somebody. I didn't think nothing of it, but what had happened was he called the police cause he knew we was minors and we was out past curfew. So we walking, we walking, we got these two, we both got two, Double fisted bags of fucking plastic goodness full of junk foods and <laughs> You're just ready to chow down. You're ready to mind your own business and chow down. Yeah, yeah. And then we walking and we see the cop car just come down the median. I was like, oh shit. And I ducked behind these bushes that was by these apartment buildings. And I'm laying down in the prone behind the bushes, looking out at the road, and my nephew retarded ass. I swear to God, he was out there in the open like on the sidewalk and in the street area, just running around in a circle, flapping his arms up and down and shit with his fucking grocery bag and shit. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Get in the bushes, man. He's confused where to go. So he get down in the bushes. We just laying down there on the ground and the fucking cop car kind of like slow down and cruise bass, shine a light and shit by the bushes. And he just drive off. And I was like, oh shit, dog, we got to hurry up and get back to the house. So we get up and we running all the way back running running and then we stop every now and then we duck off in like um the little enclosure to the apartment complex or somewhere like off in the shadows and shit like we fucking spawn a dark wing duck or some <laughs> shit you know check around make sure they ain't got no cops coming then we just take off down the street running 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 finally get back to the apartment and shit and i'm sitting there on the couch i'm fucking out of breath i fucking reach in my bag i bust open the funyuns because i'm about to eat my high back down or whatever. Or, <laughs> and or back up. <laughs> or back up or whatever. And he was like, fuck, man. I was like, what's wrong? I left all my bags in the bushes. <laughs> oh, oh, my. 
<laughs> and like a dumbass, oh, we, did you did you did yes. you have to go back out? Yes, we went back. We fucking Darkwing oh. ducked it back. <laughs> Listen, I have to get my funyuns. You don't understand. It is worth the arrest. It's worth getting arrested to get my funyuns. Yeah, but because I know you weren't sharing them, right? Fuck no. Get the fuck out of here! Like <laughs> I said, he was lucky if I he was lucky I shared the blunt with his ass, let alone my funyuns. It's it's really like just like I I wish that um you know I wish that I kept in touch with that a couple of those kids that I I hung out with because they you know just because they were they were young and immature doesn't mean they weren't good people um you know I know the one's still struggling a little bit but my buddy Ski is a is a father of five now working two jobs like his life's back you know his he he didn't get fucked up because of anything like we all just you go through that time in high school and in my first year of college where you think you're invisible and you want to be something. You're trying to find yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, who am I? You like I was dressing like Eminem. And then one morning I looked in the mirror and I said, what are you doing? Like, this isn't you. Like, instead of spending your life acting, why don't you spend your life just being real and wearing what you want? Like, why don't you don't have to fit in anymore? Like, was, it, was there um, vomit on your uh, shirt already, Mom's there spaghetti? Was vo- there was vomit on my sweater already, Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> um, and and it's funny, spaghetti is an Italian thing, and Eminem's not Italian, but um, <laughs> hey, it, I don't know why his mom was fucking spaghetti, the fake Italian bitch. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's you look you. There's a time in your life, and I think everyone goes through it when you're growing up, and you look in the mirror and you say, "Is this who I am?" Or is this who I'm pretending to be? And then you find yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all go through phases. I dyed my hair fucking blonde no. at one point of my life. <laughs> well, shit, man. I thought I was Eminem. I thought I was. Man, I, I mean, I hung with that crowd so much. I smoked so much weed. And I, you know, and then it, for a time, it's like I had a real plop problem with, uh, you know, keeping my hands off shit. I used to steal the fuck out of everything. Just because, not because I needed it, or the, I was the like thrill, the thrill yes, of the steal, just to see if I could do it. Because like I'm, I'm thinking I'm fucking uh, goddamn Ethan Hunt and shit. I'm fucking repelling down from the ceiling, dun 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 <laughs> dun dun dun, 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 dun fucking grab any racers for my pencils, dun, 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 fucking Jolly Rancher bags, dun, 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 dun. anything, anything that you can like, listen. I don't need a Tupperware container, but I'm fucking stealing it because it's big, and if I get away with it. <laughs> exactly like this is the heist of the century (laughs) i just don't i don't um i'm glad i never got in trouble that's all with with the people i was hanging out and this isn't a shot at the people it's just this a lot of them will admit what they were doing is stupid i'm glad that i i stayed above it and i didn't like i could have easily been like hey how much do you make off selling weed hmm i want to try doing that but for some reason, I was always the person who let's try to get out of trouble instead of getting into trouble. Yeah. And I guess that's where the friendship kind of fell out is because I spent so much time thinking of ways to keep them busy to not get in trouble that it was almost like exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And then like with the weed thing, man, I sold weed, but it was only so I can have weed on me. It wasn't really 
like, it's just like I, I go buy a pound or something and then I roll up a couple blunts and just if you know if anybody asks you know yeah I got some weed here you go I make a couple five dollars here ten dollars there whatever the fuck well, the and then they but wanted, it was ultimately they wanted to push weight like they were they were because that that's what that's what everyone was doing that was the cool thing you got to push weight you know what I mean yeah ultimately it's just because I wanted to have weed on me when I wanted to smoke <laughs> it's funny that like you'd think like my generation like our parents frowned against weed. Like they're like, don't you smoke that. And now people it's legalized. And now people, These instead of weed, you have to worry about your kids shooting needles in their arms. Shit. It's, it's not even shooting needles. It's not, drugs ain't even a problem any fucking more. It's motherfuckers running around here shooting people. <laughs> Shit. That's true. They're fucking savages because they live in a video game world. Like I play GTA to get my aggression out. These motherfuckers live GTA. It's like that damn movie Rampage. You ever seen that? No, but I've heard of it. Oh, dog! If it's on Netflix, it's 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 a. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but it's a good movie. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, like my like. You know what the problem is? Is I love technology. I do too. When I talk to my 13 year old cousin, it's like talking to a fucking drone because <laughs> all they do is technology. They mm-hmm. don't know how to have a social aspect. So anything that they see on on the internet is the way you're supposed to interact with people, they think. And that's why you have a bunch of crazy motherfuckers walking around this earth right now is because no one's ever looked them in the eyes and had a conversation with them because all they're doing is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, whatever the fuck's yeah. out there. And, and like me now, man, this is like, I'm really coming into myself or whatever because it was like for 16 years, I've just been in the military. You know, we all the same. We all do the same shit. And now that I'm out of that shit, it's like, look at me. I'm doing a podcast. Uh, I used to frown on Instagram. Like, I was like, man, why the fuck do I even have this app on my goddamn phone? You can ask my wife. I was like, I don't even use this shit. I'm going to delete this shit. And then I started getting into doing the podcast thing. And then I was like, well, shit, I mean, I can use Instagram to do this and promote the podcast. So now I'm on Instagram doing this Walmart shit. And now I am. <laughs> I, I love it. The fucking, the Facebook things and all kind of junk like that. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm coming more into it. And like, even just a year ago when I was still in the military, I was just talking to my damn 14 year old. Like, why the fuck are you want to be on Snapchat all the time? Why the hell you want to be on Instagram all the time? Why are you worried about likes? And here I am in fucking Walmart walking around on Instagram trying to get likes <laughs> and motherfuckers to listen to my motherfucking podcast. <laughs> that, you know, it, it's funny because like it, it, we can talk about how the people were, were doing that hustle and um, the hustle never stops. You just find a new way to hustle. Like right now, like, you know how it is, dude, you run a podcast, man, I'm fucking promoting my shit. I have fucking business cards yep. made. You know what I mean? I get, I get custom snapbacks made monthly that say my fucking show name on them. Like, it's it's a new hustle, but it's it's something where it's healthy because it's it's awesome when you like when that kid came up to me and said that he loved my show, or when I was taking pictures with the little kid at Brooklyn, that you're helping someone through their day, even if it's just listening to you, like someone takes the time to listen to you because they like your show and it, it could be an escape. That's awesome. Like that's, yeah. that's like the best feeling ever when 
I don't understand this world of I'm going to post the stupidest shit to get likes. Like, look how many likes I have on Instagram that I don't get that sense of popularity. But what I do get out of social media is I can connect with people like you and the new age insiders. And then when I meet them, it's like I'm drinking with my buddy of 10 years. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I like that a lot. It's just like, you know, I like getting the feedback. You know, I love feedback. This is like if I put like a poll out there on Twitter, it's like, hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, I do the little poll thing. <laughs> what kill me the about poll Twitter. Poll is fun, yeah. What kill me about Twitter sometimes. I mean, I have a couple people that interact with the show and all kind of stuff like that. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Nathan. Shout out to uh, freaking Jason Martinez. He did some plugs, plugs. And, um, you know, they're always interacting with the show. They're always posting shit on Facebook, on Twitter, and all, Instagram, all kind of shit like that. But it's like, I'll put a poll out there. I was like, hey, what do you think of this? Yes or no? Or, you know, I need, I need some kind of feedback because I want to know if I want to do this for the show, you know, because ultimately it benefits your entertainment if I'm going to do it or not. And now um, people will retweet it. They'll like it, but they won't fucking vote. <laughs> and it gets on my goddamn nerves. Yes, that's <laughs> Listen, and, and um, I love my listeners, but if I release a shirt, do not. Do not tweet me, take my money, and then not buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, See, and, that, and, that's a, and that's another thing, too, is just like nobody really asked me for merchandise. I just kind of like maybe posted one, like a prototype. I just put a picture out there one day. I'm, and, I'm digging those hats you got on the site, though. Yeah. I was just like, I just put a picture out there one day, and it was just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So I was like, is there any interest in some show theme merch? And I put the poll out there and some people was like, yeah, some nobody really said no to it, but they liked it and retweeted it. So I was just like, all right, I'm gonna make some merchandise. <laughs> and then now I got merchandise yeah. and I'm the only motherfucker that bought a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's just a weird dynamic. It's like, and listen, I value anyone who retweets my stuff. Yes. Like if you yes, retweet my show, like it. you're just as big as the person buying a shirt. It's just like, I don't want people to lie to me. Yeah. Like if you're not going to buy a shirt, just be like, yeah, I'm not going to buy one. Don't be like, take my money. I'm get-. like, you do know that my, the website, I, I, I get your name yeah. for your shipping stuff. So I know who buys stuff like, <laughs> yeah. and you, you can't really tell me, Oh, I bought all your shirts, and I'm like, but no, you didn't. No, don't you didn't. just don't lie. Because like, if I go to my my little page yeah, that I got shut up like, through a uh, spread press or whatever the fuck I got it through, I just because I just picked one. It's like it says one, and I know that one person because that one person was me. <laughs> did you buy? Did you buy your hat? No, I just put that hat up there. But because um, because I want to know the quality of that because I really want to make rant with ant hats because uh, that's. The question I get the most, and it's not even about my shirts. It's when people see me and I have the custom hat. Where did you get that? Well, lids, and it cost me like 40 fucking dollars. Exactly. (laughs) See, But that's what I like about Houston now. I've been going around just, you know, getting the lay of the land. There's everything here. There's embroidery shops. There's screen printers here. And you can probably get it cheaper from them rather than doing these spread tees and all this tea red bubble and all this other bullshit and pro wrestling tees, which shout outs to pro wrestling tees. They gave me a follow on Twitter. I'll never say nothing bad about you. Cause you're awesome. And I think you know somebody, they, they actually do it right because we make a pretty good cut from that and we have no overhead. Yeah. I wish I had my dad going to follow a quota up. I would go with pro wrestling tees too. 
I'm not I'm not a wrestling podcast, but I can be. <laughs> I talk about wrestling. I did wrestling training. Um I know wrestling. Did you train for wrestling? Yeah. Briefly. Right. Let, let's let's talk about that real quick because a lot of these fucking people that say Roman Reigns can't wrestle, oh God. I bet you couldn't run the ropes. I guarantee they could how like you ran ropes before, right? Yes, I ran ropes. I jumped off the top rope. I took bumps. I got All right, jumping lying. off the top rope. Scary enough. Yes. For one. Cause those the, ropes fucking sting bad. Especially if you you're lean, not used to them. Yeah. Especially if you lean into them wrong. Cause then um, yeah. it'll roll up your back and it'll snap you in the back of the head and shit. <laughs> you got to get your cadence right too. If you're not one, two turn or one, two, three turn, depending on your steps, mm-hmm. you're fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Cause that person that's coming up behind you, whatever, they're going to run you the fuck over. Or are you going, I just had, um, the girl that I was training with when I was doing training. I had her on the last uh, podcast and she just made her in-ring debut in her very first match. The girl, they did a double down spot to where they both, you know, they did the double clothesline and they both going to fall out. The girl that she double clothesline broke her fucking tibia. How the fuck you do that? How? Oh my God, that's just. You're supposed to make arm contact and land flat on your back. How you break your fucking leg? <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> it's like. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, a lot of people, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, this guy can't wrestle. Now, anyone can, like, believe me, it's a lot harder than it looks. It is. It's, it is. Cause and, like, and that ring is not soft. It is not. Cause oh, I, I went in there. Metal. <laughs> yeah. Cause I went in there with the mindset of like, man, I did this as a kid, man. Me and my nephews and cousins, we play wrestle all the time. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Then I get in there and I look like a goddamn goober. I look like a goddamn kid just just learning how to walk. I look retarded as fuck. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's it's very hard. It's very hard. Um, especially making always, yourself fall on purpose. Yeah. Oh, the scariest thing is when you want to take a back bump because you're falling. And I've only I only I didn't even train. It's my friend owned a promotion, so we would just fuck around in the ring beforehand. When you take a back bump and you know that you're falling flat on your back that first time, there is a fear that comes over you like no other. Man, and if you don't tuck your chin. Oh, your head smacks that fucking dog. I'd never been concussed before and not that I know of, but man, I did that shit the first time and I smacked my head on the ground and I got up like I just popped back up and I was just like. I ain't want to let nobody know that I'm fucking hurt. I'm hard, goddammit. I'm a fucking Marine, raw, and all yeah, that other bullshit. So I, so I hit my head, and I jumped right back the fuck up. I was like, all right, all right, what I'm doing next? But on the inside, I was like, oh, fuck. I am. I have, <laughs> I've had six concussions in my life that I know of. So they're not fun. I had a concussion. My last concussion, you want to hear this? This is yes. this is an old man story because now I'm an old guy and I can't play real sports, so I play flag football. <laughs> so I go down in the end zone to make a catch, and uh, I guess the corner was was dragging over to cover one of my other, you know, the other receivers on my team. So I I all I remember is getting the ball, and I guess the corner ran straight full speed, knee to head on me. Oh man, I've been there. And then I woke up in a pile of my own drool like five minutes later. Uh-huh. 
And I remember I walked over the sideline. There's no concussion protocol in flag football, guys. Just to give you a heads up, the refs don't give a fuck as long as they get paid. Um, so I go to get back in, and I'm running out to my receiver spot, fall flat on my face because my equilibrium's so off. Um, so then I go to the doctors. They're like, there's not much you can do for a concussion. Just rest, blah, blah, blah. Don't go to sleep right away. Dude, I kid you not, for two days, I cannot have a light on. I cannot have TV on because that's how bad that concussion was. Like, yeah, damn. That, when when Daniel Bryan retired because concussions, I'm like, I fucking understand. I will never call someone a bitch for, for retiring because head trauma is not something you want to fuck with. Because I did it playing flag football. Imagine, like, Daniel Bryan said, what, he had over 20 concussions in his career? Like, that, he, that he knows of? <laughs> Mick Mick Foley, look at him. He's fucking he's out of his mind because he's probably every time he wrestled, he probably got a concussion. <laughs> I don't know because I mean he wasn't the most graceful guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know the whole tuck your chin thing. Mick Foley never did. No, he's just like I'm a fall. <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna hit me in the head with a bat as hard as you can. <laughs> fucking Rock nailed his ass with like twenty something times with that damn chair. Oh my god, you remember that? Yeah, and then like I seen like what was that um documentary Behind the Mat? <laughs> he fucking back there bleeding with his daughter back there. He's like, "It's okay. His daddy's not hurt." <laughs> and he yeah, daddy's bleeding. not. Meanwhile, now look at him. Mankind's like a decrepit old man who who can't even walk down the aisle straight. And The Rock's the biggest movie star in the world. Who who got the best out of that? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like that bit when The Rock came back there one time and he's walking backstage. He's like, oh, yeah, God. we ran into the big show. <laughs> oh, dude, The Rock's entertaining as fuck. And the best is that when he was walking backstage and he, he saw Lana. Oh, yeah. The Rock oh, my God. <laughs> Started talking about pie. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Well, shit, bro. Uh, we're going to start winding it down. But what, what I would like to ask you, though. You know I mean, you already talked about um, how you feel about your podcast and your fans and everything. But where do you see the rant with ant or just you in podcasting in general two to three years from now my or where would you want to be my goal is to just, just i love this so much i wanted to be a communications major in school i didn't i went into teaching and now i'm not even i'm in sales so well, fuck college right but um <laughs> i'm about to go my, back <laughs> <laughs> my goal is i want this to be my job because I see the way that people react to my show and, you know, I started this as a hobby. I started this as something to do to save money, which now I'm not saving money because it's no. expensive as fuck. But um, I started as a hobby to just give me something to do because none of my friends like wrestling and I just wanted to talk wrestling and I just wanted to to just hang out with my friends on the wrestle addict every Thursday night. Like I said, like I, and then my show started blowing, blowing up and I'm like, I got to bring G rod with me. Cause that's my, that's my ride or die. That's my, that is my best friend. That is the guy who's responsible. Um, I want this to be my life. I want to do this. I want to, I want to make money and I'm not, I don't need to, I, I would take a pay cut significantly if I could still pay my mortgage and stuff and just do this. So in two to three years, I'm hoping the New Age Insiders Network is huge. I'm hoping, you know, no offense, I hope Busted Open Radio is gone and maybe we're on serious radio. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, I'm just hoping for the biggest and the best things for us. And, and um, you know, I think anyone who gets into podcasting, you get in it for passion. 
because it's it's very hard to sit down and talk about wrestling every week. Yeah. Um, and and right now I've talked about wrestling five nights in a row, and you know how I know I love this is because I'm not tired of it. Yeah. Like I might be tired of wrestling, but I'm not tired of entertaining people. And um, it when I started and I was like, oh, this is fun, and we'd had three listeners, and now you know. I don't even know how many listeners I get. It's a lot, but people reach out to me and and let, Hey man, great show this week. Like they turned my hobby into kind of like a reality. Like you're actually kind of good at this, I guess. Maybe you can take it to the next level. You know, um, why not try? Because the worst thing you could do is, Hey, I'm good at this, but let's stay complacent. Yeah. Like let's, let's just not even try. Let's not put any money into this. Let's let's just just do it for fun and do it for fun. And and I still have fun. But if I could make my life my dream, then why wouldn't you even try to like you? You have to take a shot, you yeah. know, because I mean, like right now, man, I just like I'm still trying to I'm fairly new to the podcast stuff. I'm still trying to learn the equipment, even though I don't try to learn the equipment. <laughs> and then I dude, I'm I'm tech. You put me in front of a computer, I look at it for like two hours before I know how to press the A button. So that's why G-Rod, like as much as the show is called Rant with Ant, just like the Howard Stern show is called Howard Stern, but without his panel, that show wouldn't be shit. Yeah. I need G-Rod because he's the brains behind everything. I just ramble on. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to do other things because like I want to utilize whatever accounts that I have because like... I have a Snapchat, but I don't use the motherfucker. So I'm trying to think of ways that I can kind of incorporate it, you know, having to deal with the show. I, Walmart, I, yeah. Walmart, Snapchat. But that's what I got Instagram for, though. Yeah, it's true. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I like Instagram out of all of it. How about Walmart filters? You filter people at Walmart with the fun filters. <laughs> man, I don't have the balls to do that, man. Because <laughs> like, let me tell you, I had a bad experience with that one time. It's just like I was going through Walmart. And I was doing like one of my videos or whatever, and I seen some fucked up shit. And like usually, I mean, if you see some fucked up shit, like you put the phone up and you look awkward because I mean, all right, everybody walks around with their cell phone. So you know enough from having a cell phone and watching other people use a cell phone that nobody walks in with their phone in front of their face, you know, parallel to their fucking forehead (laughs) to use their phone unless they're taking a picture. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to do some shit like that and, you know, get good art of video content or whatever. So I'm, I see something fucked up. Dude was stocking some shit in Walmart. He was a Walmart worker and damn, he was doing some fucked up shit. It was funny as fuck. And so I tried to videotape it and he was covering his face. He's like, man, you recording me, dog? And I was like, uh, no, see, look. And I hurry up and press the home button on my phone. I was like, see, I'm not recording nothing. <laughs> So it's, it's shit like that. But like, if I see something like extra fucked up, cause like here in Houston, it's millions of, it's literally millions of people that live here. And it's some of everybody. I had, if you go through that freaking Walmart log, there has been Buddhist monks walking around in fucking Walmart and shit. I mean, with the brown garb and everything, the sashes, the fucking shoes, the whole deal with a shopping cart on a cell phone. I was like, nobody is ever going to believe me if I don't take a picture of this right now. <laughs> Dude, it's, in a in a world though, um, in a world, yeah, in in a world where everyone's on their phones, you 
I'm almost thankful because like I'm going to plug my phone in, charge it, and watch your your Instagram videos about Walmart now because now like that's entertaining to me. Like um, there's a comedian I forget his name. He always does like these like little like skits of like worst tattoos or the people at Walmart. His name's uh Joe Santagato. He's on he he like he'll do um the worst tattoos ever. And it's just literally a picture of the tattoo and he'll like break it down. <laughs> and it's it's comedy. It's fucking hilarious. Like um that's the kind of stuff I like and I'm so thankful people have phones to capture shit like this. Cause he actually has things that you see at Walmart, which I'm gonna link you to. Oh yeah. So, I I just got your follow. Thank you. And I followed you back. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I, I do the Instagram shit. I like real I really like doing that. And then damn uh I got Periscope. But you know, I, I barely done Periscope. I did I did it maybe a couple of times when I went to Dallas for WrestleMania and some other stuff. And then um I'm trying to use the YouTube. I got a camera here that I'm trying to figure out how to work Premiere and freaking all this other cool shit that I seen other podcasts utilize. So I'm trying to learn other shit outside the podcast just for the podcast. And I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, 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 it's literally insane how much like I listen to the new age insiders and then I always say they set the standard for, for pro wrestling podcasts. And it's not because I'm on a network. It's just me being honest. And I listen to them and I'm like, how can I make my show that good? Because like, as soon as I'm like, my show's awesome. And then I listen to them and I'm like, fuck, man, I'm way off right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, because I mean, I could probably do a lot better if I actually, you know, tried to format this thing. But I mean, I don't, then this shit wouldn't be random. You know? you know that this has probably been you know, like one of the most fun shows and this, this isn't me just plugging it like this will probably be my favorite show of the tour that i'm doing because it was it was more than wrestling we got deep we had fun and that's what i like because it actually shows me as a person so like people can say oh i know ant from rant with ant but you only know me as my wrestling persona like my podcast is me turned up to five yeah you know what i mean like this is me. Like what I'm doing now, this is this is Anthony. This is Anthony DeStefano. This is this is the person that when I get off this podcast I'm going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. Where rant with Ant, I'm hyped up, I'm you know, having fun, but when I get off, I'm I'm not like sitting there flipping out about Chris Jericho still. Like, you know what I mean? I'm Yeah. I mean so. it's crazy because like even being on somebody else's podcast is just like I like doing that because it's I don't have to edit nothing. I don't have to set up nothing. I just have to show up <laughs> and be stupid. Just, ah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I'm telling you, I'm loving these guest appearances because it's, it's literally me. Just everyone else does the work. It sounds bad, but like, it, it's nice just to come on and be a guest and, and all right, just send me the show when it's done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause, you know, cause we I record that. rant with Ant Wednesday nights, and like I said, G Rod does everything because he's a genius. And I'm like, "Yo, is the show cut? Is the show edited? Can you send the show over? I got to get the show to the New Age Insiders so they can put it up on the network." Is this? And it's like, you know, sometimes it goes past midnight, and I'm like, "Cause G Rod's in Cali," and I'm like, "Yo, yo, yo, I, I got to work. I'm staying awake. You know, can you send the show?" It's stressful, but like coming on someone else's show, it's just like, "Hey, you know, I'm just gonna talk." <laughs> yep, it's crazy. But hey, man, I, we old men. It's up past our bedtimes, and it's uh, time to wrap it up. 
Yeah, so, I haven't seen 1030 in a while. <laughs> I haven't seen 1030 in a while. That's for sure. So before you go, go ahead and plug all your things, sir. Give you shout out all right. to all that. So shout out to New Age Insiders. Shout out to the NAI Network, the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, DDT Wrestling. Shout out to, like I said, G-Rod, who um, without him, this this isn't happening. Rant with Ants, nothing. Um, so special shout out to him. He actually, I want to plug something for him. He is doing um, a documentary on wrestling fans because he is a docu, you know, he's a videographer and an editor. And he wants people to send in videos um, of themselves talking about wrestling. And he's going to send questionnaires out. And he wants to make this a documentary about wrestling fans by wrestling fans. And um, it's going to be something really cool because it's something that's never been done before. You know, wrestling fans get a lot of bad raps. Wrestling fans is a weird community. Half of us love each other. The other half hate each other. Um, So he wants to really capture that. And he wants people to capture it themselves by taking an iPhone video, by taking a computer video, by by any means necessary getting that video across because he wants it to be authentic. So um, if you're interested – Follow at the fans movie or go to uh, fansmovie.com and, and and get the details there. You can catch my show every Thursday on the NAI network. It's on Podomatic. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. Or you can just search Rant with Ant if you just want to hear my show. Um, but I suggest getting the network because it's awesome. Um, go to rantwithant.com. That's my website that just launched. All my podcasts are up there. All my appearances are up there. Go to the shop. I have a limited edition King of Talk style t-shirt that's only out till Halloween. And it's fairly priced because I'm not trying to rape people's money. So um, that's about it. Sweet. And as always, man, I appreciate you taking your time out. I appreciate you, damn, even considering me as one of your destinations on your saturation of ant tour. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. Like like I wanted to do more than wrestling, and and I I've listened to your show before. I'm like, this would be fun. Like I did late night Liam, and I have a ball. And when I did the G Rod show, because he has his own show as well, that's not about wrestling. It's just it's it's nice to to talk about real life issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I appreciate you having me on, B Rob. It was it was fucking awesome. I had a blast. <laughs> All right. And yes, I, I can't say I appreciate you enough. You provide uh, thank you. content for me to enjoy and as well as everyone else out here in the world. So high five. <laughs> yeah, virtual high five. And um, I I just tweeted you with the, the people at Walmart video. There's four of them. So have, a, have fun watching that after that. And I'm sure we'll talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. But that's it. And that was the man with the gift of rant. His name is Ant. And it was great just um chatting with the dude. And I, I couldn't agree more with what he was saying. Um now that I am a podcaster and um I've been podcasting for what like six months or something like that. Um I've met so many people that I know if I, you know, ever met them in person that I would just is like we've been friends forever. Uh, Sean over there on a the horribly awkward podcast. I just randomly message him just for the fuck of it. And like, I know you were a day like two hours behind. So he'll be what at work like three o'clock in the morning. So it'll be freaking five o'clock in the morning here. And he'd be texting me because he know I'm up and just passing the time while you at work and shit. Uh, Ray over there at the naked porch podcast. Now I'm, 
I text him random shit just cause, cause it's random, random. Yeah, I need to get back to that. Um, usually like before, you know, I would tell guests before we even start, damn, if the word random comes up, it's like PV's Playhouse. I haven't done that in a long time. I, I do it here in conversation on the, um, opening and the closing, but I never do it with my guests. I, I believe sometimes it just kind of throws off the flow of the conversation, but maybe I'll try to incorporate it again later. But yes, rant with ant. Cool dude. He is awesome. I would share a favorite beverage of his anytime. I mean, I ain't talking about like no lady in a tramp shit where we like shared the spaghetti or, you know, two straws, one drink or something like that. I'm just talking about like we have separate drinks and I, I might put his drink on my tab. I take care of his, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, before I get out of here, I want to do what I always do all the time. And that's give you my contact information. Um, shout outs to, um, the Passers by podcast. Matthew over there, he's doing, um, a Passers by pod, uh, hot wing challenge. You probably heard it at the beginning of the show. It's going on till uh, November 6th, I think. Don't make me lie to you. You heard the ad at the beginning of the show. I'm doing this in post anyway, so. <laughs> but uh support the cause. He only trying to get like $500. I mean, one of y'all can pony up with that. I know I got listeners out there that's balling out of control. Not me. I'm balling on the budget. I I got I, I receive retirement now, so I'm I'm on a fixed income. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Matt over there at the Passes By podcast. Bettering his community through podcasting. Look at that. Podcasting is a wonderful thing, ain't it? But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. And um, if you want to chat about professional wrestling or just anything random, random, you can hit me up on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want info about the show on Twitter and things of that nature, you can follow the show. Wait for it. At R-R-R underscore podcast that's three r's underscore podcast you guys sound like a pirate Arr. and for everything else i mean you can send me a voicemail about some random shit the number is 304 talk rob and if you don't know how to use the keypad to convert your letters into numbers that's 304 325-5762 Send me an email. You don't have to send me a voicemail. If you want to be professional and use all your high-tech equipment and stuff, your mixes and shit, you might want to do it from your iPhone and use GarageBand and upload it to your computer and do some other shit in Premiere and Adobe Audition. You could do that. Send me an email. What I'm trying to do is, uh, you know, I got two emails. What I'm trying to do is just like kind of be semi-professional maybe. And, um, my email via my website is mail at randomrobcast.com. So look, I got my own email. I'm branding my email now. But if you can't remember that, you still stuck with the old email in your head. You can reach me also via email at randomrobcast at outlook.com. Send me some audio files. If you got a podcast or anything that you want to plug, Send me some audio files. I'll put them in the show. We could plug your shit. Not like your butthole, but you see what I'm saying. Promo wise. 
um, visit the website, which is randomrobcast.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, I got merchandise themed for the show. You can wear a t-shirt with my logo on it. You can wear a t-shirt that say motherfucker on it. Motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And right to the left of the merchandise is a book called Dark Deception, which is authored by Jay Robinson, which is my wife, Mrs. B-Rob. She wrote a book with her mind and stuff. She's creative. Buy a book. All funds from that book go to her because, I mean, I don't get none of that. Um, It's less than five bucks. You can get a Happy Meal. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, follow me on Instagram. I'm doing things crazy on there. I just walk around Walmart and do things. If you go into Instagram and type in random ramblings, W underscore Rob, you find my stuff. If you go on Instagram and you go into the search bar and you type in Walmart log, you'll see all my Walmart log videos. If you go on the interwebs, whatever browser that you use, Bing, Google, and distill from the new age insiders, Glork Norble, <laughs> type in the hashtag R R rpc you find all my stuff i'm cool like that i'm smooth like that i'm jazz like that all right i'm done but anyway i appreciate all of you for listening if you create anything podcast you dance do music you write you direct whatever you do keep doing it be creative be you and i'll see you next time